Hey, let's One fucking do this. Episode 48. One off the wood. Um, and we've got a special guest. And you didn't hear an intro song, and we'll get to that in a second. But we have a guest. He's from Bram Hope Leeds in the UK, which is a place known for its Olympic triathletes and lots of old churches. He plays Australian rules football, not the English version of football. He's studying computer science. He makes sick beats under the name Mini the Sloth. He's provided a new intro tune to our podcast. He's got a new EP that you can listen to, and he provided a lot of award-winning chat during lockdown for me personally. So he's the perfect podcast guest. Please welcome Alex, a.k.a. Mini the Sloth. How are you, Mini? I'm very well. Thanks for having me on here, guys. No worries. How are we? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Was did you and Minnie ever met before, like during our drunken? Uh, no, no, we we never met. I don't, are you, you're in Melbourne, aren't you, Minnie? Yeah, yeah, I'm down down here. I reckon we had a couple of sort of drunk uh, FaceTime calls during lockdown, where I just tell you sort of would you rather questions while you and Andy were having Instagram lives. But other than that, <laughs> now we've never met. Oh, that we did. That was quality, actually. And you also supplied a question. Uh, to the potty, do you wash your legs in the shower? That was you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly, because I That's have this debate question. with a housemate, and it's just mm. no one really knows, because unless you're playing sport or anything, or you've gone filthy, like, from the beach, I don't actively wash my legs. I just assume, like, the runoff from the top half just does the work for me. I yeah. do it. But what are your thoughts? I do it for because of OCD. So if I wash, if I'm lathering up, I need to lather equally everywhere or it's not right, you know? I don't have full-blown OCD, but things need to be even. That's a, that's any of that? cool. my, my, um, my, uh I don't have the OCD, but I, I choose whether I wash the legs or not. And a lot of it is like, especially when I'm camping, I use the leg hair as like a rag. So I'll like <laughs> wash, wash my, uh, you know, my hands or, or on there if I'm, playing with bait or something or you know you're a bit filthy you just wipe your hands on your legs and then i figure either during the day or going surfing then the legs will clean themselves but mm. you know occasionally you got to give them a little scrub so generally not much of a, a leg washer no i think it's i think it's definitely the most forgettable part of the wash routine for sure you know pits and bits first and foremost pits mm. and bits but do i start always with the chest to build a lather, so my chest is probably the. Cl- it's and it's that's almost a classic, but, that's a classic shower move. Yeah, but you know, it's the chest is similar to the legs. There's no need to wash it really. It's mm. it doesn't see it probably sees less action than the legs. I reckon it's just because of the hair on it. It kind of acts like the scouring side of a, a a sponge, so it just gets real soapy real fast. Oh, it's a, it's perfect. I don't know how guys with chest hair get by in the shower. I guess they lather in the pubes and work it up. So yeah. it's definitely it's the um it's like the portable uh spot. What's that thing called? The loofah. You basically you loofah. Set, forget the loofah. You just get the 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 pump of soap. You put it into the chest hair, and then you save that, and then you wash your stuff, and then you come back and get a bit more out of the chest hair. You know, as from the base um, camp. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. But um, none of our none of our listeners would be uh lathering or using the pubes of the as a loofah, will they? Because they're all manscaped, um, manscaped up by now, no doubt. And if they're not, well, they will be very shortly, I, I dare say. I don't know if you've checked the emails lately, but we've broken ties with Manscaped, so we won't be doing a read today. 
<laughs> Do you know what? I'm really glad about that. <laughs> hey, look, we appreciate them. It's good kit, but it's a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, to do the read, that's for sure. I'd I'd get it out because we're on Zoom, but uh, actually cut my testicles this week with the Manscaped kit. Oh, no. We can't support something that doesn't do what it says it's supposed to right, do. Right under the, you know, the the bit that's covered by the wang normally. And the, it's like, you know, it's quite quite a thin bit of skin there with the balls uh, here. And it, it just... Um, Gave a little chop, like quite a good one to the point of I had to get the, the clippers out, the toenail clippers to clip the bit of skin off that it Jesus. had cut. It was, it, was, it was hectic and I, a little bit of me died on the inside. I was a bit, yeah, Well, savage. fuck, there's listeners out there have purchased this kit based on you saying that you can't cut your balls and now you're saying you can cut your balls. This is, this is outrageous. What I'm saying is science with N of one or two um, doesn't necessarily work. You need a, a big scale sample size to, to prove something goodness. I'll tell you what though, I do like it. I do, it does manscape the beard, does manscape uh, a lot of things that I need. So I'm, I'm still into the kit, I'm still using the business, but um, yeah, it was a shock. I just, it's a public service announcement to um, everyone out there that's purchased <laughs> a bit of kit. Just watch the just, tender part of your balls. Just fucking be careful. Yeah. Because it's possible to cut the... Yeah, long bits. You can probably still use the code for a little bit longer, one OTW, if you want to get some love. It, it's handy. But um, I think we've done our last Manscaped read. So we're in the market for podcast sponsors. If you want to sponsor the podcast, send us a message. Hey, uh, I've got Mini here. You've made us a new intro track. So I've taken your beats and I've taken some choice cuts from some random podcasts. And you haven't heard it, so if I no, can find, I've not. It's and pretty Wars good. hasn't heard it either. How, how do I fucking present? I did it a second ago. <laughs> was it share screen? Yeah, but where yeah. is it? It was there. Oh, it's right there. Button. Oh, it's at the bottom. So, yep. All right, here we go. I hope you can hear this. All right. Uh, new intro. I invented yep. a straw, a type of straw the other day. Keep your straw thing to yourself. <clears throat> My family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. See that chair it used to be gone. If it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. Send it! So, so much frothing. So much frothing. <laughs> I didn't even get stomped on the dick. That's my junk. Yeah, put it away. What my crown? What do you reckon? Can we use it? It's definitely usable. I'm a fan. Mini, what do you reckon? Oh, it's pretty decent, that. It sounds better when you've got voices talking over it, that's for sure. Well, then, we'll throw it to the people on Instagram. If you don't like it, let us know. I'll find you. But we're going to use it. We're using it for now. Because we've been using the Bitterman song which is um, reverb and alcohol for a fucking two years. So it's time for a change. I think it's sick. I like the beats. It's got the beer cracks in there, a couple of funny one-liners. What do you reckon was? Yeah, there's some definitely some weird stuff. I, I, like, um, I like that potentially we could just update it every year with a couple of one-liners because uh, I had to listen to an old episode of ours today um, just for a bit of... <laughs> self-reflection and research and um 
yeah, there were some cl- classic one-liners in there. So we could give it an update every now and then. And oh, I like it. Fucking Thanks, Minnie. Yeah. yeah no stress, boys. Um, what are you guys taking off the wood today? Like, I can, I'll, I'll start. I'm not, you know, I was doing the same today. Was listening to a January episode, and I was off the piss last January until my birthday, and I'm doing the same this year, hopefully, as in not going to have a drink till my birthday, which is Feb sixth. So I've just had a Red Bull, sugar free. It's pretty tasty. Makes you feel funny. So uh, pretty happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you wooding? Uh, well, personally, I've um, straight out of work, so I had a little um, whiskey shot to keep me going. But throughout the podcast, I've got myself a gin. It's a bit of a pink gin. It's actually a rosé gin. You're allowed to see that. So um, it's got pig on it. The Squealing Pig Rosé Gin. Mm. It's uh, delightfully refreshing with a dash of rosé wine, which is pretty rowdy, 40%, but it's bloody good. And I'm actually onto it just just with water. Like a bit of ice and water. It's simple, it's clean, and you get a bit pissy, and then you don't have a hangover. It's all the other shit that they add to beer and sugar and cokes and things and all the sugar and that stuff that really fucks me up these days. So just the like straight spirits and water and ice. So like whiskey on the rocks, gin on the rocks with water. It's mint. So I've got a little Gin, setup. Gin's here. a tough gin one. Water. But I guess if you've got the rose flavour, maybe it's okay. But you generally need a bit of citrus in there to take the edge off it. Yeah, no, pink pink gins. I've had a couple um, lately. There's, they're doing heaps. Gins like been real popular. There's a lot of microbreweries set up. Esperance has got a new um, gin distillery. Like I reckon, if as per um, last year's predictions, if our podcast doesn't just turn into a merchandise outlet, if we don't ditch this and just start selling t-shirts and stickers, then we should just. Start one off the wood as a distillery instead. It doesn't sound that hard. The other thing that is literally uh, not well known about gin is it's also an old-fashioned racial slur from the uh, from the fifties in Australia. Is that right? Mini, what have you got off the wood today? <laughs> uh, no racial slurs for me. Um, I've just got a uh, mountain goat on the go. Um, but as the podcast goes on, I've got a Copperberg pear cider. I've gone the opposite way to you. I'm just getting all the sugar in me. <laughs> Having something sweet at the end of the day down here in Melbourne. What's with the deal with pears? What are What's a pear? Like the only time I've ever had a pear is when mum cut it up for me. Like do people buy pears like apples and eat them? What the fuck is a pear? Yeah, like they're just like a, sh- they're basically just like a shit unpopular apple. But they're so why the fuck wouldn't you just buy an apple? They're the same price. They're oh, different like, flavor. I'd, I'd eat an I'd eat an apple, but like a pear side is just a little bit sweeter. I think pears pears are sweeter in general, and pears are delicious. Mm. If you get a soft, juicy pear, it's a fully different experience to an apple. Um, I, I am for the pears. Not that I ever buy them, but you got to go, go for a pear. There's different different types. I can't think of what they are called, but I know one's called a conference pear, but they're not very soft and sweet. They're just like hard, crunchy, which is like the worst worst things you can get in a pear when you could have a perfectly good apple. And like a poached pear for uh, for a dessert. It's pretty delicious. Mm. I think the pear, and uh, you can put pear with a bit of rocket and uh, parmesan, have a nice little salad. I just remember as a kid, we used to have like uh, what they call pear drops. 
just as those sweet, like lollies and stuff, and they're fucking epic. Like, probably giving me diabetes, but every time I have a side now, it just reminds me of that. I swear that the sweets in the UK are the are the bomb. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, you're... there's just so many to go through. Person I mean, they've people. all got like, even like in Australia, they've got some pretty sense, like culturally inappropriate names and like midget gems. Uh, <laughs> uh, pretty epic. Midget? What's a midget gem? So I'm trying to think what like a like an Australia like basically imagine like a party mix here in Australia, but a lot smaller and kind of harder. So yeah, okay. So like a hard, small, um, tube. Yeah, pretty and much. What's, what's the midget got to do with it? Do they look oh, like just because they're small? I think. Okay. Do they make big versions? Like, is there a is is there a big version of the? I don't know. I think, I think I, I'm something? not sure. Like, but if there is a million dollar idea. Yeah, they're just the original. Just gems. Yeah. That's the million just, <laughs> just standard gems. Just take the slur out of it. It's no fun without the slur. We went hard in Australia. Like the Redskins, in hindsight, it is a racial slur. Chicos. But I don't is, know if is, Chicos is a racial slur, a slur, but it might be combined with the, with the color and shape. The fact that it's a human and it's black. Yeah. But they, um, they've actually changed that. Ellen's have changed... Chico's and someone, if Jamie, if we had a Jamie, someone would look that up, but we'll, but Ellen's have actually changed. Redskins and uh, Chico's, the name of both of them. I don't know whether they had like a public um, sort of, you know, I think conference it was, I think or it was like around the time, like when, because in America they changed like the Washington Redskins and like the Indians. I think it was around that time when everyone was kind of just pointing yeah. their fingers like, well, this isn't right. I think that's when. They kind of went, yeah, we should probably change the well, name. Coon, Coon Cheese is oh, apparently Coon Cheese. changing yep. its name to Goon. Mm. Is it not Goon? Coon's changing to Coon, but Coon is still Coon in the shops now. Like, they talked about it. They're like, hey, we're changing the name, but they never well, did. Cheese it's fucking keeps brilliant. for a while and gets better. Like, most of the cheese ages for a year, doesn't it? So it might take a while. Yeah, but it's the pa- <laughs> it's the packaging. <laughs> it's not as like it's so fucking printed on the cheese. No, but don't they put it Every in the packet and then leave it somewhere or they leave it out of the packet? No, I reckon. Oh well, I don't. Can know. I just say I don't know. you might be right? No way yeah. they're calling it goon cheese. That's something you've made up, definitely. Uh, what are they calling? I'm it? trying to find out. But Redskins are now called Red Rippers, which I don't know if that's Ooh. better. Oh, I like it. I reckon it's, it's definitely good. less racist. But you know what? It it reminds me of a dog stick, and it looks like a dog stick on the packet. You know, like Red Rocket, mm. South Park. Uh, anyway, so you got the Red Ripper and Chico's are now Cheekies. 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 Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Che- but isn't that like Chico? Isn't that a South American thing? Chico? No? Chico. Well, that's what I thought it was originally. It's like someone from uh, South America. Fuck, they've not moved it's a, very far. From a Chico means female, doesn't it? Chico. In, yeah, I think oh, no, so. it means boy in, oh, in Spanish. That's... I think it's like chica. Chicas. Chicas. Girl. Yeah. girl. So, so it's Spanish for boy and it's racist. I don't get it. I don't get it. I saw a uh, thing on something on the television where there was uh, an old couple in some 
like Ararat or something like that. And they had a doll shop and they had like a whole wall dedicated to gollywogs. And they were basically saying that they like the gollywogs, but everyone else is saying it's time for the gollywogs to go. Don't know if you, I used to have one when I was a kid. Well, a gollywog, dead set. Yeah, I've got one as well. Yeah, they're just like a classic toy. I reckon they're like becoming like a collector's item. Yeah, they could be. They could be. Uh, like just stockpile coon cheese now, and then in like fifty years' time, you'll be able to sell it once it's aged and matured well. And people are just like, "Oh, remember when this cheese used to be called this?" There you go. That's, well, that's your right, one off the wood feature idea. It might be that if you find one that's got the original coon on it, you know it's oh, that's ten years old now. I mean, cheese isn't like wine though; it's got to hit a point where it's fucked, right? Well, they do like the the coon cheese uh, packets here. You could just keep the outside boxes of it and then put some fresh coon in it, and then you know it's still going to taste like coon, and it's in wrapped in plastic, but. It's going to have the old coon box. I'm going to start collecting my coon boxes now. I'm on. Uh, that's, my, that's my investment for 2021. Was this investing in a coon box for 2021. That's the... Um, that's yeah. the... Multiple. As many coon boxes as I can get. That's what I'm investing in. But there's your audio clip for the next intro. I'll add that for next week's. <laughs> Perfect. Um, have you Googled up what coon's now going to be yeah, called? I'm pretty sure it's goon. I'd say coon cheese is named to be changed over racism concerns coon's owner confirmed the change friday but it doesn't seem to tell me anywhere what they're changing it to yeah because it's just as fucking racist like it's called goon it's like a backhanded oh here it is here it is so they're changing it to Uh, normally you have to edit this podcast for the shit that I say, but yeah, that might be one on you. Ah, uh, yeah, we can beat that out. That's fine. <laughs> no, I can't uh, find. I can't find anywhere in these articles. What? Neither can I. What the fuck? Because it's it's shit anyway. But, f- yeah, fuck coon cheese. They've got enough. They've they've positively benefited from this. Too much. Uh, can I just swing it slightly away from this because we're we're bordering on inappropriate jokes here but there's a really good series on sbs at the moment called first australians it's like seven episodes and it's like the first fleet coming from europe but told from their um from the indigenous perspective it's 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 a bit like sad and heavy but it's pretty fucking awesome as well like you you learn so much stuff around about what was going on at that time and get a whole another view on it i 100 percent recommend everybody go and watch it is is that on like um is there a view after yeah sbs, SBS on SBS demand like sbs on demand on sick demand. actually yeah. if you don't want to fork out for netflix and all that get on sbs on demand there's good stuff on there fuck yeah they've had they because they do viceland as well mm. which has got all the goodness yeah man hey can i move us on um because what you we love our listeners was they're, they're out there listening and we fucking love you guys but there's probably one listener that we love the most, would you say? Uh, yeah, if, yeah uh, definitely. Definitely. There's one that's head, shoulders, uh, and nipples above the rest head, of them. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. And it's the Hort Bogan. Uh, Johnsy, I think his name is. Johnsy. That's the man. That's our man, Johnsy. Yeah. So, our man. So when a few off the wood turned up in our feed, 
you know, just taking intellectual property, you know, straight out of our mouths. He was the first one to just obliterate their Instagram with what the fuck is this shit? So, but anyway, we put the shout out, I think back in November that we want some new tunes for frothing and we didn't get a heap of them, but we did get one from the hot bogan and I reckon it's fucking sick. So I'm going to play it. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So ready. I'm keen as. So the guitar's a little out of tune, Hot Bogan, but we'll let that fly because the lyrics are amazing. Here we go. What's got you frothing, man? Is it sunrise or is it full moon? Poor Chang with some good dudes Is it cold tins or is it fresh tunes? We're just getting jacked up in the green room I said, hey, yeah What's got you frothing, man? I said, hey, yeah What's got you frothing, man? Is chasing shapes in the fresh pal Fetch your time, come on, let's go now Get your Andy Pats on down to Wahoo's town Get your dick smashed in by an angry cow I said, hey, yeah What's got you frothing, man? I said, hey, yeah What's got you frothing, man? Now that brought a tear to my eye almost if I cried haven't cried since 1989 but I nearly shed a tear when I heard that I think that, that properly got me frothing like the, it couldn't have been more perfect uh, I, got, I got the message on Instagram and I was like oh yeah hey hey lads uh, there's a I said I'd do this ages ago but there's a audio file in your inbox on your email I was like oh yeah caught bargain I oh, know this cunt we'll see how this goes <laughs> And man, I played it on repeat. It got me absolutely frothing. I showed everyone that I spoke to for the next couple of days because it did. It got me frothing. So thanks, Johnsy. That was, it's fucking sick. And are we, we going to play that for what's got you frothing we'll now? We'll play it until we get something then? else. I reckon then we would retire because I did the last one and it was just a bit fucked, really. I love get your dick smashed in by an angry cow. It rhymes like. That's fucking genius. Absolute mm. genius. You just can't feel sad listening to that song. It's just up and about. Regardless of your mood, if you're feeling shit, it gets you a little bit frothing. If you're a little bit frothing, you're frothing all the way. It will take your froth from zero to 100 in 45 seconds. He incorporated our, only... our Instagram handles in there as well, which I thought was... Which was... Uh, you know, a bit stalkerish, but um, <laughs> but but spot on at the same time. I think it, my only criticism is that it doesn't have enough verses. Like the 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 lyrics should go on. I think that uh, you know between you, me, and the Hort Bogan, we can probably write a few more verses for it, and um, you know, re-record it, maybe tune that guitar up. I mean, I thought it sounded fantastic, but you know, you guys are musicians, so yeah. Look, <laughs> let me know what you I was think. Being, I was being picky. Um, I think the G string might have been just down half a step or or, or less than. But, um, That's where you want it. The G strings are, are better around the ankles anyway. As the, the further down the G string, the better, in my experience. Oh yeah, go on. What do you mean? 
I was referring to Wings uh, Underwear, of course. but that's fine. But anyway, Minnie, what's got you frothing this week? Have you, have you got a froth? Did you come prepared with a froth? Because this is obviously a pretty important part of the uh, the podcast. We've moved it to the front of the podcast. Big changes this year, big changes in 2021. Big changes. So um, if you've turned up without a froth, you might as well fucking go home. But if you turned up with a froth, then I'll be frothing on that. <laughs> oh, well, um, well, it's been great talking to you guys. I'll... Uh... <laughs> See you Bye-bye. Next <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit, man. So we're gonna change the intro. We're gonna block him. Alright, alright, alright. How about how about um I'll I'll chop in for you, Minnie. Um I'll give you some time, little pensive thought. Because frothing is about anything that's got you frothing from a song you heard to, you know, you saw some kid fall over in the street. And sometimes that just gets me frothing, you know, seeing people fall over uh out of context. But I'll give you my froth. Um, I've been on a bit of a road trip, so there's plenty of froths, but one of the biggest froths for me was Bremer Bay, and it seems like every town, uh, rural town in WA these days has a brewery, and Bremer Bay has a little brewery. Now, they must be only young. It's only just recently set up. It's in a shed. They freaked out in Christmas period, like nothing on their menu. They had a huge menu. It looked amazing, but everything was unavailable, out of stock, because, you know, they obviously weren't used to the Christmas rush. Um, they weren't doing tasters of all their beers because they said, we can't handle it, we're too busy. And the three tables that they had inside the shed were full of people. So they're like, that's our limit. We, we just, we don't have time to do testers. Anyway, so I thought we'll just drink a couple of pints of everything and figure out what's fucking good. And the, the of all things, I was piloting the vehicle, so I had to be semi-responsible. So I thought, I'll hit this ginger beer because it's a mid-strength. And the ginger beer at the Bremer Bay Brewery, anyone that goes there must, it's a must, 100% must go. It's on the way into town, so it's the first thing you come to. So you're going to stop in there, and it's a ginger beer. It's mid-strength, so it's fine. It doesn't matter what time of fucking day it is. You're in there, and you have one. And it's like, we've all had ginger beer. Andy, you and I have have, uh, brewed ginger beer back in the day. We have. It's like... It's nothing like any ginger beer that you've had. It's creamy. It's like really cloudy and a creamy taste. The, the thing it reminded me of is like creamed honey. If you ever had that, it's like yeah. whipped honey in a jar. Yeah. Holy fuck. It was, it was absolutely amazing. And like there's no other ginger beer is it like that I've ever had. That's, is creaming soda. That style of froth. That style, but not as not fizzy, not fizzy like creaming soda is like real mellow. It was fucking incredible, and yeah, that that is the best ginger beer by three or four legs that I've ever had because that's how you measure ginger beers in legs, I think. Yeah, that's um, but yeah, standard measurements. The yeah, ginger legs. Yeah, so this is two ginger legs above anything else I've ever had. So that got me absolutely frothing over uh, the Chrissy break. Massive froth. You know, Get down. Try it. Did you uh, manage to take any home with you, or is it just the special place for a visit just, again? It's just off the tap. They just—it's just off the tap. They've got like a dozen beers. Like for a small brewery, no wonder they're freaking out. Like they've got a dozen beers. It's heaps of choice. They're all fucking weird names. Just ask for the ginger beer. But yeah, yeah. I don't think you need that many beers. If you're a brewery, listen up. You need like four, I think, and then maybe one that rotates. If you've got twelve, you're trying too hard. You just got to do a bit less. What do you reckon you need? Like, name the styles of beer that you need. Dark four. beer, light yep. beer, lager. 
pale ale. My, sorry, my camera is shitting me because I'm just going to leave it off. But I just feel like I'm yeah, not in right. the room with you guys when the camera's off. <laughs> just feel a bit left out. But it'll work. Yeah, you need... So go again with the beers. What do you need? Dark beer. Yep. Lager. Pale ale. And then that's it. What else would you need? Would you say like a novelty beer? So like a ginger, a ginger beer or a... Or a um, sour. You don't need a sour. Don't bother with them. Yeah, but it's something experimental, like beer of the month sort of yeah. thing. So a fourth on rotation. Yeah, you can get beer that's like um, got weed in it. I don't know. It's pr- what? Yeah, you can like infuse. <laughs> that seems it with- like a hat on a hat, though. A hat on a hat. <laughs> Explain. Well, I mean, if you're having a beer, you want it because it's crisp and delicious. And it's not. It's probably. It's probably tainted somewhat. Like, if you have the flavour of weed in, in involved in it, like but don't you think hops and weed smell quite similar? They do. Yes. But I've never tried to like, fully eat me weed. You've never had edibles. I have, but they don't taste of like. I'm not thinking like a full-on plant. No, you're not just going to eat a bud of weed. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, that's, that's a great froth. froth. That's a great froth. Do you know, my froth, I'm not telling. I'm going to keep it a secret. Am I going to coax it out of you? Nope. Because I got all frothy last episode on all the cool shit that was about to happen. So I frothed for the future. I was frothing that. Oh, dear. I was about to fly to Tassie. I was going to spend Christmas and New Year's down there. I was going to have a, a sick party. I was going to see all my mates. Then I was going to fly to Perth hang out with Woz and all the boys over there. And I was just like, how fucking sick is the next six weeks going to be? And then COVID fucked it all off. So I'm not going to share my froth because if I don't say it, I won't jinx it. So no froth from me this week. Sorry. Did COVID, did COVID fuck it off or did, you know, our politicians and the government just fucking, fucking premiers, rain it in on the you? Premiers. It's not fucking COVID. Like, it's the States, mate. It's this fucking patriarchy we live in. We need more fucking Jacindas in there. We need more women at the helm. More compassion. It's fucking Christmas. Let the cunt get engaged. Let him go. <laughs> well, I don't know if we need more women. Like Gladys, look, Gladys has done a right here in New South Wales, but she hasn't really covered herself in glory in the past. She's like the lockdown law queen. Sounds like she did cover herself in glory and uh, it came out in public. She did. She did. You know? But then like the... The Queensland Premier is a woman and she just put the whole state into lockdown for two cases. I don't know if you saw that. So she's oh, lost the plot. The sake. WA Premier is, he's like descending into madness from all I can tell. Like every day he's just like throwing something Shut out. Down. You can, like if you're doing well at something, like you don't want to blow your own horn too much because it's going to fucking come back around. Shit will come around. WA will get theirs and then all the other cunts, the other premiers will say, fucking told you so. You wait and see that. There's a prediction for 2021. I don't reckon though. You know what the thing about WA though is Mark McGowan has done well and he's getting re-elected every day to the point where the opposition leader, every time he announces a lockdown, the opposition leader comes out it's like, here, here, we support it and we're on board. But Weak also, as piss, opposition our, leader. Our, our main export right we're all about the commodities over here so iron ore 2013 was the last time iron ore was the same price but 
this year and right now, because BHP, Rio, FMG, whatever, have ramped up their exports, we're exporting double the volume of iron ore that we were when the prices were this size last time. And factor that in that the Aussie US dollar is more than 30% less than what it was. So we're fucking steaming it. We're almost 300% more than what we were in 2013, which was called the mining boom for WA. We're fucking flogging it. Yeah, okay. I'm like, our, Fine. We are going to make so much money. So fuck you guys. Stay, stay home. Just stay on your east coast. Hang on a sec. So and we'll fucking you, support you say, ourselves. Oh, so Fine. iron ore is... is um, 160 yeah, bucks Yeah, and you're selling it. You're exporting it. Where are you exporting it to? Exporting it to China? China, mate. Are you, they love so it. So you're selling it to enough. China. So you're basically, you're breaking free of Australia and you're selling out to China. I think that's going to end well for you, WA. It's going to end real well. Like, what? Mate, where's that shirt from Your fucking that you're premier right should be arrested for treason for this shit. Like, we're not even selling <laughs> wine to China at the moment because they're putting tariffs no. on Australia. He goes, oh, we'll take all the China money. You guys are fucked. You're in for it. It's He's going to get his. Mate, everything gonna get you yours. fucking own is from China. Is this, no, it's all from China. Is this and they your, need us. Is this your new prediction for 2021 that, that Western Australia is just going to become a, a province of China? Yeah, southern China. It wasn't, but maybe it is now. West, West Australia. Be <laughs> okay, SC, hey, not the, WA. The Republic of West China. Republic of <laughs> yeah. Southern China. Is it south of China? Yeah. yeah, it's well south of China. Yeah. <laughs> when the fuck was the last time you were in China? No, but if you go south from... I've never been to China. I don't know. Oh, you but if you go directly yeah, south, right. do you hit WA or do you hit Antarctica? I never quite understood that, how they call China the east because it's very confusing as an Australian. Here's, a, here's something for you. They call China the east. So, it's all north. Well, growing up, you always knew that you could dig to China and WA digging a lot of holes, digging up a lot of metals. <laughs> I reckon they've fucking yeah. dug to China. And something, and you reckon? Can, you reckon they're thinking instead of the uh, getting these export boats and sailing around the sea, they just like kind of throw it down the hole, just dig through the bottom, like when you get to the beach and you reach the water. It's like we we'll just throw it in there, and they'll catch it. I yeah. reckon it's the yeah, I reckon sense. it's the other way around. So basically, with everything going on between Australia and China, WA are just digging down just to steal all the iron ore from China directly, just going straight down the hole, stealing all their materials and they're just bringing it back to australia that's genius we're selling it to them and then we're collecting it from their stockpiles and then selling it back to them in a circular economy yeah. we're all about the circular economy. what's that we're just it's renewable <laughs> it's a renewable northern territory that ntu northern territory more. minerals they're, they're getting the uh what sort of shit are they getting northern northern minerals they're doing rare rare earths, earth so which like um, you can only sprosium and shit yeah. which you can only get from china so a bit weird that they're all of a sudden digging it up in Western Australia. The mini, you're onto it. They're getting the rare earth directly from China. Fucking. That's a good point. It's just a real deep hole. It's just one hole, no mine site. And they've put it in like uh, on the Tanami Desert, which no one's going to go and check, are they? They're like, oh, these guys find found dysprosium out here. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> There's an awesome movie. I say awesome. I think it was pretty good. But... It's it's that exact story. I think oh, is it Matt McConaughey? They, he's basically saying that we've got this mine and it's full of gold, and he takes all these investors out there, and um, it turns out to just be bullshit, and he just takes all their money and run. Great movie. Fool's gold. Is, is it? it? Is it fool's gold? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's I fool's think so. gold. A bunch of that sort of stuff happened um, in five point like, seven times anyway on IMDb. Fool, fool's gold. It's not good. I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it's it. It's out of six, right? I think so. <laughs> so you, cannot, you can't trust IMDb all the time. If it's under six, I nah. generally don't watch it, but you'll miss out on a few classics. What's a Horrible Bosses rating? Because Horrible Bosses 2 is probably one of the greatest sequels of all time. Horrible Bosses I think 2? 2, yeah. Yeah, and like I don't think they rated it very well. Six point three. It's, it's better than Fool's Gold. It, what, <laughs> it, fucking hell! Is it? Fool's Gold must be shit. <laughs> What's Blade Two? That's the best sequel of any film. I haven't seen Blade, but let's. You don't need to, because Blade Two, literally in the first five minutes of it, does like a five-minute speaking, and it just covers everything that happens in the first film, and then just like, cool, Wesley Snipes is just killing some vampires. Cool, I'm on board. What's it called? Blade. Blade 2. Doesn't count. Oh, Blade II. 2002, yeah. Wesley Snipes, 6.7. Yeah, suck shit, fool's gold. This, yeah, I mean, there's not many good fucking sequels out there, is there? The ones that really let, let us down, I think, were like Anchorman and Super Troopers, like two of the great oh. comedies of all time and the... Sequels. I don't think there's ever been a good comedy sequel. What about American Pie? American Pie, American Pie 2, pretty good. And then they just, like, the cast got too old and they moved on to something else in 3 and 4. It was horrendous. What was American Pie 2? How's Jim's dad? I don't know who the actor is, but... Eugene I, I Levy. Take... Eugene who? Levy. Eugene Levy. I can't take him seriously in any role he plays. Like that, that role in American Pie One has just—that is his life now. You mm. know, like it's like um, Elf Stewart. He is Elf Stewart for life, but it's taken him twenty-five years to get to be Elf Stewart. Is that? Uh, but you know, it was one movie for your mate. He's in a TV show with his son, which is actually pretty funny. It takes a bit of getting into Shit's Creek. So, I think his son might have created it yeah he did and eugene levy's in it it was one of those tv shows that the missus was watching it was like this is shit and then i keep walking past and then eventually sat down and then i'm a few episodes and i was like laughing along like it sucks you in but you need it takes some takes some time it's very quirky but not bad it's probably got a better rating than fucking fool's gold i'd say that's quite disappointing about fool's gold I think you put Matt McConaughey in anything and I'm probably going to like it. Did you still like him when he was – because he went through that period where he was just doing like shit rom-coms. Uh, yeah. Just like yeah. cashing in and then like all of a sudden, like like one year when he was like, oh, True Detective, Dallas Buyers Club, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street and he just turned into like a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. As soon as he got that AIDS body, he really turned up the heat, didn't he? Like, yeah. Is getting skinny the key to being a good actor? Yes. I think so, because you look at Yaquin Phoenix in The Joker. Um, got real skinny. Now he's, a, now he's a genius. Who, um, uh, fuck, Batman. Batman. Christian got, Bale. Christian yeah. Bale. Who did it? He skinnied up for something. Uh, the Fighter. No, he went real skinny for something. Like... Oh, fuck. It was an, another AIDS one, I think. I just Googled it. It's fucked up. <laughs> Does, is AIDS a great movie subject? <laughs> Sometimes. I don't think there have been enough movies about AIDS. Well, what's your favourite movie about AIDS? Well, uh, mine would be um, 
uh, Team America. Only yeah. because of the Eric Baldwin. He died of AIDS. Whatever. Yeah, that that that's that really rings a bell. It's a great me, song. The other one um, that you pointed out with the starts in the rodeo scene. Also, that's great a, AIDS movie. Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, the Christian Bale one's called The Machinist. Ah. He gets very skinny. It's a good movie. It's well worth a watch. But yeah, I can only really think of like four A's films. You've got Team America, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yep. What and about then, the Freddie Mercury documentary? Yeah, and then Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. That's the only four, yeah. really. That's a quality, though. Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't think there was enough gay sex and drugs in Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought for, it, I honestly to do it thought it was fucking pretty rubbish, that movie. Everyone was raving about it at the time. It just seemed so fake to me. It's just a big musical, right? Like an Annie of its time, you know? Like yeah. 20 years ago, that would have been sweet. It could have been, been like, frothing. put McConaughey in there, make it gritty, make it, like like you say, more fucking gay sex and stuff. could have been an epic story, but they turned it into a fucking... So here's a question. If you two were making a film about, like, a music biopic of anyone, which, like, artist would you want to see a fucking movie of their life about? Can we have someone good playing it and make it gritty not who would you who would you have playing it as well that'd be that'd be the interesting one maybe like Jimi hendrix and have childish gambino playing him fuck that would be big <laughs> yeah man what about you was i'd like to see uh paul kelly oh. but i'd like to see briggs cut weight and and play it <laughs> You can't do that. That's cultural appropriation. No, you can't have a McConaughey black man. Did it. <laughs> McConaughey did it. I want to see Briggs cut the weight and play Paul Kelly. Or that, or it's either that or Carl Barron plays it. And we don't want Carl Barron playing it. So, Yeah, who plays? I think Paul Kelly could play Paul Kelly. But Young Paul Kelly will CGI it. <laughs> I, actually, a Paul Kelly movie would be... I'd, I'd get around that for sure. I don't know who would be best suited to play it. Is there any Australian actors anymore? Chris Hemsworth? Like, you can't be a sexy heartthrob and play Paul Kelly. you got to be a skinny um, heroin You can addict. get someone not Australian as well, just put on the accent. So you want someone, nah. someone nah. Ball, going bald? Nah. Um, I could do it. It's a classic. It's a t- it's a different role, right? Because you've got to be able to sing, or at least like, even if you're not gonna, they're not gonna use your vocals. Like, you need to know how to sing to pretend that you can sing. I think. Oh, hundred percent. But it's even more different. than that, you need to know how to play guitar a little bit. I fucking, mm. I mean, there's nothing worse than a movie about something that you know really well, whether it's like surfing or rodeo or masturbating. Many, um, like. <laughs> Like, and then you just, it's obvious to you. It's just, you know, someone's got the guitar, the music's playing, and you're like, this cunt doesn't know how to play guitar. Fucking obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You, and, like, like point break is to anyone that's ever surfed. Yeah. Or like it's like he takes off on a left. The, yeah. The, yeah. the zooming comes on. His feet are in the wrong spot. He's going the wrong way. And it's just, it feels wrong. Yeah. And it's just lazy filmmaking. But they're also ignorant of it because they don't understand. They're like... Oh, Get- there's a wave, and he's on a wave, and he's there. You need, yeah. People need to correct that shit. No, I, I I'm on board. Because I thought so, I thought Breath did it, you know, not awesomely, but it did it really well. Do you do you know why they did it well? Is because the 
two kids that acted in Breath were not actors, they were surfers. So they actually cast, they, they put it out there to people that can surf. Yeah. And then they taught them how to act. So like some of the um, scenes in it, yeah, the, the, the kids acting is a bit uh, abrupt and a bit shit. But it's raw, dog, it, I don't mind it's it. It's very raw. Because, yeah. yeah, because you excuse it because that's exactly what like people are like, especially, you know, juvenile kids who have just discovered their own penis. Like yeah. that's what they're like. That, and I so they got them to do all the surf so shots. You got it, the it actual works. surfers and they actually got a good water yeah. photographer. But yeah. you can still fuck it up. You can have a really good surfer and a really good filmer and the guy that puts the movie together can still fuck it completely. And I think yep. the same goes well, with music biopics. Like, drives me mental. I think, um, what's his name? What's the one with Lady Gaga in it? Um, and the mu- big music one. It's like the fucking oh, biggest Star thing. is Born. Star is Born. He pulled it off. It looked like he knew how to play at least a G, a C, and a D <laughs> on the guitar. Yeah, but like he was, he was playing like a country musician. That's all they know anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need. But I felt like he, yeah, he would looked like he was playing it. Whereas the Queen one, no one was, none of that looked real to me. It fucking pissed me off that everyone was raving about it. It made, it fucking makes me angry now. Yeah, I, I was in a little bit similar. What's that Johnny Cash movie? Is it I Walked the Line or Walked the Walk Line? Walked the Line, yeah, that's fucking great. Who, that that's a good who who um acted in that? Joaquin, that's Queen Phoenix as well, yeah. And he played and sang, oh, and he played and sang on all of it. That's his vocals as well. Is he singing? I haven't seen he, it. Yeah, that's I haven't it. seen it. Fuck, oh, I fuck, need to watch see that. that. Yeah, definitely. And I, I I was in a weird space in my life when that came out. I don't know what year it was, but could um, have been any year of the last thirty-five. <laughs> I would have said. <laughs> but I watched that, and then straight after it, I watched um water for elephants so those two movies are like merged into one so it's a bit weird like johnny cash is at the circus and and then like the elephants run away and it's fucking it's a bit trippy but i remember enjoying both films uh similarly but i recommend watching um yeah both of those back to back in your own mini mini uh movie marathon i mean that got me frothing actually coming back around full circle full circle Uh, the the other day i listened to like that johnny cash song boy named sue mm-hmm. um and i haven't heard that in fucking years and you forget just how funny the bloke is when he's singing in his old school old school like proper blues style and it's just last line like if i'm gonna have a son i'm gonna name him anything but fucking sue <laughs> yeah so so it's such a well-spoken um way of singing to put comedy into the lyrics um oh what's your favorite johnny song like have you heard long black veil that's my my top track long black veil is that one you play live i have do you do a cover of that yeah well my mate timmy who we had on the podcast he used to play it and then um i've yeah played it with him in the past Sick tune. I think I've only heard you play. Yeah, you probably it, haven't heard the. I know the song, but yeah, I haven't. You haven't walked really these in, uh, the hills in the long. Yeah, fucking sick, bro. Um. So was that? That was your froth mini. Did you? I mean, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's one of a few. Like, um, basically, got a new house as well. Should have probably led with that. Um, but yeah, it's by the by. Yeah, where new you, house. Where, new where house, are you living? Are you, did you move to the? To Brighton, 
Brian, with all the literally, we went to the house viewing um, the other day. Karen's uh, everywhere. Got, yeah, got got there. It's like next to a train station. We're like, oh, this could be a bit dodgy and whatnot. So go down the street, and literally, like the two houses next door would be worth easily over two million. Like three stories pool. One's got a fucking rose garden in the shape of a maze, and then in the middle <laughs> is just like this. This little quaint little house, and we're just like perfect. You know what you do? You keep an eye on your neighbours because if they live in Brighton in a two million dollar house, they've got a two million dollar holiday house down in Sorrento, and they Precisely. spend all Christmas down there. You're over in the maze, playing in the maze, swimming in the pool, just having a. The only worry is though, if you go into that maze, I don't think I'd be able to find myself my way out before they come back from their holiday house. Yeah, you don't get lost. Oh, have they got a cat or something? You could offer to cats it. That'd be a good intro. Offer, I love cats. Offer, they've got you know? they've got a pool, so offer to clean their pool in the off time and um, just have a dip. Yeah, you could if they've got a cat, you could take their cat and then ransom it back to them. Fuck, that's not bad, Yarn. Definitely do that. Mm. If they deny you cat sitting, then steal the steal cat because they're like, "Oh, this guy not worthy of and sitting then, on our cat." Because I'd really, I'd really love to make one of those old school ransom notes where you cut out random letters from a newspaper. Like, you don't see them very often, but they're pretty fucking cool. Maybe you should do that anyway. Yeah, just steal a rose bush or something out <laughs> the maze, and you're like, "I've made a new exit to your maze now." I will return it. If <laughs> what about okay, I've stolen well, your cat and replaced it with a very similar-looking cat? If you don't pay the money, uh, this cat will turn on you. <laughs> One hundred and fifty bucks in the letterbox next door by the just, end of the week. Just in unmarked just three pineapples, unmarked. <laughs> just three unmarked pineapples. You want to keep the ransom achievable, I reckon. That's probably key to. Yeah, for a cat, what's the maximum you'd pay for a cat? And like, think, like, not what you would pay oh, for like, a cat, but what someone would pay for a cat. But I think it's different because if it's your cat, you pay a bit more. Yeah, but how much? Like eight hundred bucks for your cat? Like we had cats growing I'm... up. I would. I became quite attached to Pusscat and Fluffy, for that matter. And I mean, I didn't have a lot of cash on hand at the time. I mean, if they, if they have if they have got a two million dollar house, you're assuming at least a grand. Yep, I think so. I think maybe more. At the minimum, it, it depends. I reckon it's who's invested, right? Because like your situation, Andy, it's your parents coming up with the 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 money, the cash for it, and it's like, all right, they've got three kids that are very distraught, how much are you paying to shut them up? That's that's where the question lies. Because if it was just you, you're like, oh, fuck it, we'll just get a new one. Like, it'd be fine. Our cat got eaten by the dog next door. And Oof. I think we were distraught for, like, the afternoon. The kids are quite resilient. The kids, <laughs> you, you bounce back quickly from that stuff when, you, when you're young. <laughs> fuck, did you, see the, um, did you see the aftermath of it? Uh, no, it was, I remember, I don't know, I was quite young. It was our first cat and it was a real cute kitten and the owner came around and he's, because the cat hadn't come home and they had like a boxer dog and he's just like, oh yeah, Lester. Got him. <laughs> and I just remember mum coming back in and said, Lester got him. And I was like, oh fuck, Lester, the dog ate him. <laughs> but then our, we had another cat later on that did end up in Lester's mouth, but got away. 
It was like covered in slobber. So Lester was did not like cats at all. Can I say that curiosity may have killed the cat? Yep. What was that the name of the dog? No, but just like curiosity, that 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 saying, it makes sense. Like the cat had its own fucking yard. It didn't have to be hanging out with the dog, but it wanted to. And it and the curiosity ended up killing it. Yeah. Because of a situation where um the dog killed the cat, not the the curiosity, and it's you remember my um girlfriend from many years back, Amber, lived down in Inverloch in Victoria, and yes. she had a she had a Ridgeback uh, dog, big dog, very uh, loved a rabbit, and anyway, she called me a bit distraught one day, and she's like, oh, um something bad's happened and basically they didn't lock their back door because they lived in Inverloch so it's fine and um, the dog figured out during the day how to open the back door and then it had got in because it had just been seen this cat like I don't know what kind of cat it was real fluffy looking quite a light grey colour you know had like a dope ass beard looked a bit like a lion and uh, it it had just been taunting this dog anyway the dog figured out how to open the door during the day and then it got in and just tore this cat to fucking pieces and there was pieces of the cat all over the house. So she called me a bit distraught and she'd taken the bits of the cat and then was driving out the road and was going to bury it. It wasn't her cat, it was her housemate's cat and she's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? And then I text you because I was going down that day and you just sent me the clip. What band is it? That's, uh, is it the um, President's Dead Cat? Out on the highway. That's uh, Grinspoon, I think. Dead Cat Three Times. I don't remember this. I wouldn't Dead have done Cat that. Dead Cat Three Times. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. You sent me that song. I was like, wow, I've never heard the song, but I appreciate it now. So I sent it to her and it didn't help, but I got there half hour later. And yeah, What do you do? Did she tell on the, highway. Did she tell the, the housemate yeah, but or I think did she the, hide the it? Good, no, the good, she told the housemate, she said, my dog got in and killed your cat, but it, thankfully she got home in time to clean up all the cat bits and fur that were spread around the house um, and, you know, in time. So she, the, the housemate who owned the cat didn't have to deal with it. Yeah, I feel like but you yeah, put the was, bits in the yeah, box and you say the bits are in here, I'd recommend not looking in. Uh, if you no, want she to... buried it. She did, buried it for you. It's out on the highway and then hence the song was just... It was, it was too pertinent. Oh, dead cat weird. three times. That's so. That's Grinspoon's first track, Triple J on Earth. Really? Yeah, like nineteen ninety-five um, or something. Is that the Browns? What's that sweater by Eskimo Joe? Do they play that anymore, or like Eskimo Joe? Have they just? I don't think Eskimo on? Joe are even a band anymore. Are they? No, they're a band. They're in Perth, mate. They're like they're like uh, adults, like parents of. Uh, I have friends that know them from their kids going to school together, which is a bit weird. Oh, there you go. But yeah, they're about. What are we doing? We've got a little plan here. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> the same thing we do every day, Pinky. Try to take, <laughs> try over, to the take world. over the world. <laughs> well, we did want to try and bring Adventure Time into uh, every podcast. And you went to Bremer Bay, but I feel like you've already told us about it was. What do you have? You got more to add about Bremer Bay? Oh, uh, look, uh, I'll I'll be very brief. I had a good time. I went on a Christmas road trip. I did. I didn't even feel bad about um, everybody else in lockdown, New South Wales, Victoria. Everyone, everyone getting tired of restrictions. I was like, fuck it. This like we've earned this. You know, when we're West Australia, Southern China, we'll um, 
<laughs> we'll fucking look back on these times as as exactly the reason that we did it because fuck you guys. But uh, yeah, I went on a trip with the Tin Monster. We went down to Mile Up, down to Augusta, Albany Rodeo, Bremer Bay for New Year's and a couple of days around there and ended up in Esperance and then drove the way home. It was, it was fucking mint. Like Adventure Time, it's almost too much to go into, but I'll, I'll cap it off with saying that the Tin Monster... A fucking great bloke to go on um, road trips with. He's one of those guys who, you know, he can drive. He's very capable of driving. Uh, you don't have to watch him and worry about him. He puts shit back where it goes. When it's not his car, he's respectful of the vehicle. He drinks like a fucking weapon, though. And I don't know. I think it, we were on 10 days we were away. And I've, I'm not sure it's five or six 30 blocks of export that we went through. Fuck. But it was a fuckload of beers, including pub beers as well. So we got through a shed load of tins and not many vegetables. Um, but yeah, rip, ripping little trip. Like I think I wrote down a few highlights from it, um, which you'll appreciate, Andy. One of them, Kev, Kev bought a spear gun. Kev, aka the Tim Monster, bought a spear gun before and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill Jaws. Like, I'm on for this. You're going surfing. I'm killing Jaws. We've got the jet ski in Bremer. And um, so I grabbed him. It was the time to kill Jaws was out. So I dropped him in a spot and he's trying to like shoot whiting on the bottom without a weight belt in a 4-3 wetsuit. But um, before this happened, I said, mate, here's a wetty. You're going to need this because it'll be cold. Put this on. And you know that with a front zip wetsuit, for someone that's not worn a wetsuit since they were eight years old, that they're going to put it on backwards. Oh, yeah. And there's about four or five of us around watching him. And I gave him the wetsuit. And he's like, what the fuck is this? How am I supposed to put this on? It's like, you were right, mate. Figure it out. And of course... What was it? It was a, ba- a back zip wetsuit. Front, front zip. Front zip wetty. Like a chest and, zip. Yeah, chest zip. Oh. And uh, my old 4.3 rip curl E-bomb, like E2 or something... And he put the thing on backwards. So already a big highlight of my day when he presents himself ready to get on the jet ski in his backwards wetsuit and everybody just lost it. How the fuck would you... That's actually quite impressive to put a chest zip wetsuit on backwards. We hadn't zipped it up. He was Uh, asking me to zip him up, at which point I was... We all lost it. And then I said, nah. And he was like, nah, nah, I'm good here. I'm good. Fuck it. Um, just zip me up. We'll just do it like this. I was like, you're not, you're not going you're not gonna to be able to move. Like, fuck off and put it back on. Anyway, he put it back on. But I dropped him out at the spot. He had a little snorkel. He cut the fish. No good. And then I was like, oh, I've got a plan. So I put him back on the ski and then drove him around the headland to this spot that looked good. It was like quite sheltered by the offshore. And he jumps in and just loses it. He's like, fucking this, this fish ever. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. Like, it's like give him the spear gun. <laughs> he dives down and shoots this fish. And he's like, I was like, have you got one? And he's like, yeah, fucking great shot. Great shot. That's all I heard for the next week. Fucking great shot. Things he goes silent in the car. And um, <laughs> he gives me the gun because he's swimming. So I'm like pulling this fish into the ski. And I'm like, fuck, it's quite big. Like, like four kilo fish sort of thing. I was like, oh, he's done all right here. I wonder what this is going to be. And I pull it up, instantly recognize it as a buff brim. So for those in WA, like, which the Tim Monster, he's from Victoria, so he doesn't understand, he doesn't know the fish over here. He knows whiting and he knows snapper and flathead. And we don't have heaps of flathead, so he knows fuck all over here. He just jumped in and saw like these fish. It's about two foot long. So the thing's quite decent, like a decent ass fish. 
and he's absolutely frothing. Like, he's just shot jaws here. He is stoked. He's going to feed the camp. There's about 100 more of him down there. He's going to get heaps. Like, everybody's going to love him. <laughs> I had to let him know that buff brim, no one eats buff brim. They taste like seaweed. They're horrendous. They're super slow. They don't swim fast. Tastes like they shit. They just look at Tastes like shit. Like anyway. a parrotfish. Oh, no, worse than a parrotfish. Way worse. Anyway. He's like, load the gun up. I'm getting another one. And I was like, please, please don't. Please don't shoot another buff brim. Like, I'm not taking this back to the beach. And uh, we're parked up at Blossoms with about 400 cars along the beach as well. And I'm like, I'm not taking this fish into the beach because everyone's going to laugh at us. And we actually threw the thing back. It swam. It did a bit of backstroke for about a minute and then it kicked and fucking swam down after having a full spear shot through its guts. But uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> that was almost a highlight of my trip, I think, watching the Tin Monster. And then for the next few days, as things would go silent, you'd be like, fucking great shot. Fucking great shot. <laughs> great shot. <laughs> so no, we had, a, we had a ripping time. Ended up in Esperance bit of punting on the races and uh yeah back to p-town after that but i was a bit crook when we got back not enough vegetables too many breakfast tins because <laughs> so you drank five slabs of emu export and didn't eat plus, any veggies plus pub beers you need like, to get on the january so sobriety train with me i fucking almost do and and i almost well i didn't have a beer this weekend at all until sunday night and i got a message from friends they're like oh we're at besk it's like oh yeah well they, that's a wine bar so i won't have beers and turned up and drank wine and then fast forward midnight Sunday night and there's like a fucking impromptu dance party in the dark at my house to like YouTube. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, it was fucking, I was, I don't know what happened. Monday morning was horrendous. Ouchie. I'd like to think I'm on that bandwagon, but short story is I'm not. No. Yeah, right. No, look, sick trip, sick trip. Adventure time. You gotta love an adventure, and fuck you, everyone else that's in the east coast. I'm going on adventures because I can, and it'd be rude if I didn't. It would be rude. I couldn't. So yeah, there's still adventures to be had. Just gotta do them in your own state, which is all good. We, how long have we been going for here? Because we we need to get to these 2021 predictions. We it's promised. We promised 2021 predictions. Did we? Who promised? Well, I pro- I've I put it out to the Instagram people, and we've got. Oh okay. Do we get any back? Yeah, got a few, mainly from Mitch, but um, got some <laughs> others in there as well. But this time last year, we did 2020 predictions. And I feel like we've been foiled from COVID. Which but, we didn't predict. But maybe shoot it through, through if we didn't predict it. Maybe go through a couple of them and many can score us on how close we were to getting it correct. So... I predicted that we would find out that aliens exist or aliens would make contact. Um, well, presuming that this COVID came from, from uh, North WA, um, then we're gonna, we'll probably put that down as a two. A two? A two. There's probably uh, some scientists out there who have found something, but... Nah, no one's made like main contact. There was a uh, New York I, Times article saying that the Pentagon have UFOs, not of this world, but then it kind of disappeared. So I don't know. Everyone's was, counting on it. I reckon I give myself a an amber. 
Yeah, no, yeah, no I, I, I'll, I'll back you there. I reckon there was a lot of chat. Rogan had a few articles he shared on like aliens existing and like the not so much the like we found an organism, which was the prediction, you know, on Mars or something, a single mm. cell. But it was like, no, aliens exist and we have been contacted and we have bits of them, but, you know, we're not willing to share it yet. So I'm I'm giving you a a pass. That's a full pass. Maybe a terminating pass. Um, I mean, it's hard to say. It's not conclusive either way, really. No, I don't think we're conclusive. Well, here's Boz, you predicted that Donald Trump would win a second term out of yep. that one well, age, Mini. Well, he tried as hard as he, he could. And again, some people still believe that he did, just like some people believe that aliens are here amongst us. But again... The history books will say that Donald Trump did not win the election and January 20th, he won't be president. Unless the military stage a coup and then he takes power. You could say that, but then would it be America or would it just be Trump land? What's the difference? It's the same soil. That's my, if we're going to just throw a 2021 prediction in, I predict a, a coup. Next week. Next uh, week. Well, that's a sh- short-term prediction. Yeah. Next Wednesday. Oh, heavy. Next Wednesday. Biggest Wednesday. They're going to call it. Bigger well, Wednesday. Second, second Civil War. So, we had we'd made a bunch of predictions about the Olympics last year, and the predictions are probably who gives a shit because the Olympics didn't happen. So should we maybe re Do they still roll over? I think so. I think they have to. I liked yours, Andy, about the Boomers winning a medal, winning a bronze medal, not a gold, not a silver. The Boomers were going to win a bronze medal. A bronze at the Olympics. medal. Yeah, and I, I, I thought that was good. And it, so, yeah, I think it should roll over for that. Well, I think the, the Boomers, we'll stick with that. The Boomers to win a bronze medal. You predicted, actually, your prediction was real close. It's a surfing one, but you predicted that John John Florence would get injured, which he did, and that Kelly would win an event and get into the Olympics, which he almost did. And then they cancelled half the tour, though, as well. No, but this all happened before that. Yeah. So So you, but you were close. But again, the history books will say that you were dead wrong. Uh, So no good on that one. (laughs) All right, next. But well, hang on. While we're on the Olympics. My 2021 prediction is that there will be no Olympics. Ooh, big. I think it's big. I think Tokyo's invested so heavily, but my question to you on that is what happens? 2021 Tokyo Olympics, which if you refer back to episode 26, you thought were in China, but that's fine. We'll leave that. We'll let that go. <laughs> that um, prediction didn't age very well either. The Olympics well either. will be in, in Perth, Tokyo. China. <laughs> so, in, uh, so are they... Do they postpone it 12 months or do they just can it completely? I think it just it cans completely. See, I reckon, I reckon what's going to happen is the Olympics will go ahead, but the Paralympics will just go by the fucking wayside. No Paralympics. Yeah, so they'll just come that. In what capacity, before we get to the Paralympics, in what capacity does the Olympics go ahead? Do they have, like, no spectators are they there because they've invested in the infrastructure but they can't push it another 12 months because then you're commonwealth games territory 
and the Commonwealth, Queenie will be like, no, nah, fuck China off, don't give a fuck about the Commonwealth Games. No, I know. Yeah. But when USA you... don't. Like, they're the big, gun, big guns. To be fair, nobody does. Not even the countries that are in them. Like, no offense well, to, to anyone. Say, you have to like, if you're UK into like four parts just so you have enough people to compete. Winning a medal <laughs> at the Commonwealth Games is like winning fucking... a high school race. Like, it's, it's about the same level of accolade. So, what, okay, so. Mini, who who said it? Mini, what um, are they? Do they postpone or just can completely the Olympics? I think I think they yeah I think they'll carry they'll because what they'll do is they'll just be like oh everyone has to be vaccinated they'll have no fuck they'll have no crowds there but then when it like it'll all kick off after in Japan I reckon after the Olympics for some reason they'll have like a little outbreak and then they'll just go now we're cancelling the Paralympics. Once we're all vaccinated, we'll all be Paralympians anyway, won't we? That'll just be the normal Olympics. <laughs> Fucking oath, mate. I think you're 100% right there. Mini, you sent a pretty funny text message before and it got me thinking of all the new sports that are coming into the Olympics, and I'll, I'll read some out to you, which ones are going to be the most entertaining for the Paralympics? I so, mean... Some of the going to be, I think skateboarding is going to be fantastic. The one that's caught my attention straight off the bat is going to be the breakdancing. So I guess what are the divisions? Because say you've got no legs, I think you can still spin around on your head and your back just as well as anyone. So I, I feel I think like... For it. I think you're better at it because like... You're used to walking on your head. Yeah, I don't remember where it is, but you, there's like YouTube videos of like the pillow men who've got like no arms and no legs, and they're just, just basically break dancing just to get by. Just break dancing is their way of getting around. Interesting. Yeah, I've seen a lot of skateboarding where like a guy with no legs, um, just sort of holding on with his hands at either end, and then there's like guys in wheelchairs doing flips and shit on skateboard ramps. So. That'd be cool. Like, what's the worst case scenario if you're already in a wheelchair? You might as well go for it, right? Land on your head. Yeah. You're pretty much invincible. You've just been given a free pass, haven't you? A hundred percent. It's a free pass to just go mad. It's like an invincibility cloak. Yeah, yeah, but the cloak is a wheelchair. Yeah. Yep. And everyone can see it. Now, look, I don't think the Olympics are going to go ahead. Look, at they just tried to get surfing back on and uh, they had an outbreak and they've basically all been kicked out of Hawaii, uh, rightfully so. The only sport that exists pretty much is UFC, so I'm just into that these days. I've got a prediction for the Olympics next, which they'll probably announce this year, is that fishing is going into the Olympics because the, the amount of fucked sports that they're putting in that is just fucking irrelevant is fishing is going into the Olympics. Because it's a survival thing. It's a it's up there with running and you know jumping and being the strongest and all that shit is feeding yourself. Is golf fishing in the Olympics? Because golf's golf in the is, fucking yeah, Olympics. It's yeah, in, it's first it. time was in Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because if you're going to put golf in, which is fucking boring to watch, but not as boring as fishing will be to watch, unless it's like spear fishing with sharks and whatnot. I'll tell I mean, you, what, there'll be multiple divisions. They'll really embrace it. I think spear fishing. Freshwater, white water. If they did mini golf in the Olympics, yep. like design their own courses, because when they brought in, like with the Winter Olympics, 
when they brought in like ski across and like snowboard across like maybe like 10 years ago yeah. and shook things up it was fucking epic and it kind of made it a bit more like the like the x games if you did that with golf cuz realistically yeah. they can all drive at the same distance they can all chip they can all do this like the difference between the good players and the shit players is how good they putt if you made the like the Olympics with like the Olympic logos on it, all the rings and stuff, and you had to put it through the rings, and they had a big windmill and all that shit. Yeah, that would definitely be a spectator. It's more of a spectator sport than watching a horse dance. I think so. I, look, I'm all horse dancing is one of the great sports of the Olympics, <laughs> but I'm on your side with a mini golf, and I think each country could reimagine. The mini golf course in the you know for things that that so in Japan you'll have uh, I don't know what do they got Mount Fuji you yeah exactly so you got a little hole in the top and it comes out the bottom yeah fucking epic fucking epic you got to you got to belt it through a whiskey distillery yep into a vending machine that comes out covered in filthy undies yeah yeah <laughs> no, no, that's it. You've hit the pinnacle. That was the whole idea. I guess that's Definitely. what the Olympics are trying to do, right? You're talking about like the Winter Olympics got it right. They they put the half pipe in and stuff. So then you've got mm. all these sports that no one gives a fuck about, like skiing around shooting targets. No one's going to watch that. Um, but you will go and watch Sean White launch yeah, himself exactly. six metres out of the thing. But the Summer Olympics hasn't really gotten onto that. I'll tell you something that's worth looking into. Like the Red Bull do it so well. Like when Red Bull develop a sport, they develop a sport and there's something called, I think it's called ice crash. So basically it's like downhill speed skating, but like the course has got like turns and stuff and they go over jumps and shit, but it's all like done a mix by, like, of the bobsled bobsled, uh, sort of track kind of, but they basically just got like hockey, like four hockey players going down in a heat and there's like shoulder to shoulder contact like the turns are literally like 90 degrees, but they're just gunning it down as fast as they can going over jumps. And it's f- absolutely crazy. Do you reckon that would be better if they gave each person a weapon? Yeah. And you could like choose your weapon beforehand. So like I might be expert at the, um, you know, the jousting stick and uh, someone else might have like a club. The mace. Or, you got to have a, yeah, mace, a mace, like a big yeah, ball or, on or the or end just of a chain. Itself. But like yeah, real old school, like nunchucks. So yeah. Or you only get to pick the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle weapons. It's four, yep. go down, you either get the staff, the swords, the nunchucks, or the the shit ones, the size, were they? The, the, no, the, th- the three-prong, you know, kind of like forks. The, the, the trident, yeah. It looks I thought like it was a called candelabra. a sigh. Oh, I mean, shit. I mean, if we're, going, if we're going for weapons, why don't they just bring back jousting in the Olympics? It's better than horse dancing. Just part of that whole, like equestrian section well i think you have a decathlon where the horse dances then you have a horse race that you can bet on and then finish with jousting and then put the horse out of its misery after that because it's what you do anyway with these racing horses what isn't cooking in the olympics and you can Why is cooking glue? not in there people love fucking watching cooking yeah cooking Why not? chess will be in there next oh fuck everyone off. loves chess at the moment don't they that'll be yeah. definitely chess I was reading a bit for your like predictions. There was just a couple of articles. I'm like, oh, the next big thing's going to be Netflix will release a backgammon TV series. Just <laughs> oh fuck, I love a bit of backgammon. <laughs> I, I very much enjoy a bit of backgammon. Does anyone That's know how to prediction. play backgammon? Because mate, I froth it. Pete and I played a lot of backgammon. 
I've demoralized several girlfriends, uh, the game of backbone, backgammon. It involves a bit of um, dice play, but uh, also a lot of skill and strategy. You know, it's the right balance. It's not like, you know, or Uno has, uh, is all about luck of the cards. Backgammon, it's the luck of the dice, but it's how you play the dice. So, you know, a good backgammonist will not be beaten, but it doesn't require as much strategy as chess. So... Mate, I'm on board. That could be that could be my ticket to the Olympics. Backgammon. Mm. Did I just kill the podcast? Yes, Dad. Join us next week when our guest will be. Um, no, I reckon I reckon like chess a bit. But if we're doing that sort of stuff, there'll be like a pub quiz. Oh, that's good. Like an Olympic just quiz quiz. Pub quiz. That'd be perfect. Put together your your best quiz masters and away you go. Difficult into into um you know, when you're looking at different countries, different countries uh educational standards, let alone their language. You know, like but they're topical questions, because that's what a pub quiz is about. It's about what's topical. You know, like there's you throw an AFL question in there and everyone else is fucked, aren't they? Yeah, so maybe just uh, it not has to China be... anymore. No. So, all right. Is there any other useful predictions we made last year? I feel like we got screwed a lot by COVID. We we did get screwed, but none of us predicted it. But I'd say I want to shout out to I said that Buns would refuse to come on our podcast, which Buns Buns is Bunster's of, hot sauce. Uh, yeah. Yeah, shit the bed hot sauce. Outright, outrightly refused. I gave her a lot of cooling off time, almost 12 months, and then she outrightly refused to come on the podcast at the end of 2020. So that is a 100% tick correct prediction by me. Well done. Well done. Mm. Yep. Thank you. You're one from eight. I also did not find the one, so that's two from eight. Well, uh, I was thinking about I said that. I will not find the one. And that's correct. You said you wouldn't find well, the one, and you also said that you're becoming yeah. more of a, a Mark than a Jez, which I think is probably yes. right. Um, but you don't know. Maybe you have found the one, but you just don't realize she's the one yet. Fuck, that's a good point. I'm going to have to do some self-reflection do this some weekend. Reflection. Again, I, I see you more as a super hands than a Mark. Oh, wow. Well. Um Yeah. Uh, I don't I, know I how to say thank you or imagine, fuck you. I can't you. imagine sure. Mark having so many great yarns like Adventure Time sort of stuff. Now, Mark. No, true. And that, nor but, Jez. Like, they're both pretty sad individuals, let's be real. But at least Superhands is out there. Yeah, he's got stories to tell. He's yeah. got German twins of kids. <laughs> he accidentally. <laughs> Surprise. Where did he run to by accident? I've gone run to. Anyway. You ran to another suburb. That's something you do. Just start running and end up too far away. My legs don't work. My legs stop working. Fuck, that's actually... Oh, maybe I am super hands. <laughs> well, it's going to be a really confusing year. I think it's fine. That makes more sense. So, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had four weapons... Uh, <laughs> that explains where you went for the last like five minutes. And they are the 
twin katanas, the bow, which is Donatello, the Sai, which is what I said, and the Nunchaku. What's the Sai? What's it's the, the three pronged? Ah, uh, the three pronged. That's like the. Yep. I guess you could stab people with it, but I think as far as like that, the Eat ice dinner. racing goes, Good for you dumplings. want the uh, the bow or the swords, probably. I no no. I think the the Sai is the best for ice racing because it's not it, it, it. You can easily stab left and right, crossover. You know, like you're not sort of obstructed. You don't want to be able to swing like the staff or something. You know, you want to be just bam, bam, little jabs. Yeah. You know, get out of my way, sort of thing. Make people bleed. I reckon that's that's key. I reckon you've nailed it. So, Minnie, you got any predictions for 2021 that we can hold you to next year? Um. Oh, let's see. I reckon that by Chris, by the end of this year, we'll still all be. We still the borders won't be open. International borders won't be open by the end of by the start of twenty twenty two. International. I second that prediction. I I absolutely second that prediction. No international travel apart from New Zealand. Would you? Yeah, like that'll be in the bubble again. A lot of my news comes from the UK, and it's there's a bit of that Schadenfreude thing where it's like I look at them as when when we were in like hundred days of lockdown. They were on holiday in Spain, and now I think that I read the stat: it's one in twenty people in the UK have got or had COVID. Yeah, they had that period where everyone just was like, "Woohoo, we can travel!" Like I know my oh. mates that were living over there went to like five different countries, and then now they've invented a new strain of COVID. So, good yeah, on that fucks young people as well. Does it? It's like you. Yeah, was. exactly. And now I've got like my parents saying, "Oh, do you want to come home and visit us for a bit? We're worried about you." And no, I don't want young killer COVID. Yeah, I'll stay here, please. Um, maybe move to Tasmania or something like that. Where, where is? Where's your family, Minnie? Where are you from in you the UK? The intro. Did I get that right? In the intro? Me Just let me answer that. that. So yeah, again, it follows on for that Olympics thing. So I live up north, like Leeds area, uh, Bramhope, where we all live. Yep. Half of my family are from Manchester, half are from London. Uh, but again, the Olympians that live there, like the two Brownlow bro- Brownlee brothers, um, who won like gold and silver in like last two Olympics, uh, met them in the pub on Christmas Eve about six years ago. Well, that's the, the what came up on Wikipedia when yeah. I looked up your hometown. It was like, there's a gold and bronze medal triathletes and yeah. there's lots of old churches. Mm. That's all I could get. I couldn't get any interesting stories. It's, from... it's, it's a really small town. And do you know what? I keep going on Wikipedia and it really pisses my old man off because he's like, oh, bloody hell, why am I not on this page? And to be... You know you oh, can I, edit I Wikipedia. Do. Mini, just get on there I and do fucking know, but edit it, mate. To piss him off. No, he's but, got his own Wikipedia page, so fuck him. What's what's your old man's <laughs> Wikipedia page all about? So he's he's been knighted, like he's a proper sir. What's his yeah. name? <laughs> what the fuck? He's Sir Alex Markham. Wait, wait, what? What oh, yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't want to have to live in your old man's shadow, but. Your old yeah, man's yeah. a fucking knight. Uh, yeah, we met the Shit. queen and everything. I thought Billy Bragg was your father. So <sighs> Billy Bragg isn't my father. He just rooted my mum. 
Uh, oh my god. Gotcha. So Sir yeah. Alex Fred Markham, Professor yeah, of Medicine gone. at the University of Leeds, Director of the Molecular Medicine Institute at St. James, and a former chief executive of Cancer Research UK. Oh he's out there doing good stuff. Sir. Yeah. So how do you become a sir? What happens? I'm not actually sure. I think you get like nominated by people. Like that like every year you can just put your own name down. But you just need other people to like back you up and have like good reasons for it. And then once you get it, do you get to go to Epstein's Island or not? <laughs> well, just explain the business trips. But oh, no. no, not that I'm aware of. Big shoes to fill. Are you going to try and cure cancer in your life or have you got bigger plans? No, no, I probably won't be able to do that. I think I think I'll move just stick with the stick with the tunes. Stick with the beats. Stick with the mad beats. Um I'm actually speechless. Do you get a title? Do you get a, a first for the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Do you get a title as um, the the son yeah, of a night? I actually do, which is which is quite so basically, like, because like it's all very old school, old very English sort of formal way of doing things. So if you're knighted, you become a sir. If you've got a wife, she becomes a lady. I've got a sister, and she gets fuck all. But for me, I'm like Esquire. Ah, uh, the squire. Yeah, yeah. Esquire, shit the fucking bed. Esquire. We've got an Esquire so, on the podcast. Is that to Esquire or Esquire just a shortened version of Esquire? Oh, I think it's just like the old school version of it. It's yeah, basically, I think it, I think it means like I carry his shield in a battle. Nice. Fuck me. So you're like primed for this um, downhill ski race. Pretty much, then. yeah. Yeah. Esquires, the Esquires. Do you, do you have it on like your passport or on your ID? Like like if you own land in Scotland, you can become a lord. No, nah, have you got that it, Esquire? Because basically, like sloth. a lot of them don't match up, and it's just so you record on a computer. My old man tried it to get like Sir on his passport, but basically to try fucking yeah, you'd be exactly. pushing he for that, it. wouldn't you? He did it, Sir but then everywhere. apparently it doesn't match up with like the computers, so. It says his first name is Sir when it's Alex when he's bought the ticket. So literally, they're like, he wouldn't let him on a plane. For fuck's sake, that is that is bullshit. If I've ever heard bullshit before, that is it. That is unfair. Yeah. Something needs to change. We need to an petition this shit. So, how many Sirs do you reckon there are in um in your hometown in Bramhope? Like, is it? Like, is it a big deal or is it every... Oh, yeah, it's pretty big. I, I don't... We need to add him. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. More than fun. I've, in, I've thoroughly What do you become in Australia? Fact. become the, uh, like, a Order of Australia? The uh, yeah. uh, OAM? Is that it? Yeah. Order of Australia medal? OAM. Oh, we can be Andy sirs too because we, we love the Queen. Yeah, there are a number of Australians who are like knighted. Well, yeah. Rolf Harris. Oh, yeah. Fuck. They really know how to pick him, don't they? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help. What did he get knighted for? 
Sir Ralph Harris, and they never call him Sir. They still call President Trump President Trump until he got knighted you know, for excellence January. with the wobble but, board, I believe. Did he wobbler? Fantastic wobbler. Wonder where, what he's up to right now. Isn't he in prison, Ralph? I think he's isn't he just chilling in a cell? He's a single cell <laughs> organism. He might as well be on Mars. Yeah, it's hard to hard to tell. Hard to tell from his wiki page if he's still in prison. I don't think you've been able to update it from his cell. He had some good tracks. Time a kangaroo down sport. Two little boys is a good track as well. <laughs> hasn't aged well. <laughs> it hasn't aged well, but it is a great, great track. I didn't realise it was his. Really one that touches you on the inside, isn't it? Um, he also had uh, Six White Boomers, so. did he not? That was your Christmas six song white, that I'd never yeah, heard of. Yeah, that's right. He's 90 years old. You six don't want to be in jail boomers. when you're 90. <laughs> I think if you've made boomers. it to 90 and you've gotten away with something horrid, you should just, they should be like a well-played. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's actually a shout-out to one of my predictions from last year is that the uh, Bradley Edwards, the Claremont serial killer now actually this Claremont serial killer he got I said that he you said would, to get off uh, not guilty be found not guilty I said not guilty and you know what I was one third correct because he he was found guilty of two charges but the third one uh Spears is it he was found not guilty of so you know I, I was there I was a third there there was not enough evidence to convict although uh, I can't remember the bloke who was the judge, but he said there is a very high chance that it was you, but there is not enough evidence to convict. Who's this judge? Think um, he is. So we'll leave it at that. Like, is this? There's just a judge, right? There's no jury. WA's lost the plot. Like they're already that close to, to Chinese rule. Yeah. Chinese rule. Yeah. When you're doing shit like that, you got to have a jury. You can't just have one guy saying, "Oh, we think you did it, but we're not sure." I'm pretty sure it did the other two. So life in prison. Turn off your Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's no how it would have been gone. It's like, oh, I think you did the other two, so you're on as well. Like, fuck, it could be a second guy. It could be somebody else. It could be a girl. It could be a, a, a second person who is copycat and just thought, you know what? This is my time. That Everybody thinks there's a serial killer out there, and I'm going to go out, chop someone up, and actually do a fucking good job of getting rid of their body, not just leaving it on the side of the road. I'm going to actually get yeah. rid of this one so no one finds it, which is what happened. You know, it could be copycats. That's not bad, actually. You guys fucking innocent until I don't guilty, people. Copycats at all, like, because if you're the copycat and you get caught and you get charged for the blokes you didn't copy for, you're really up shit's creek. Yeah. No, you just blame it on the other guy. guy. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, if the other guy gets caught, he gets blamed for the one you did. But if you get caught, you get blamed for the 15 that he did. Nah, no way, because you've got alibis for those 15 that he did, and he's taken the alibi, like, oh, so we can't prove he did this, which is exactly what you guys have said. Nah, he definitely did three of them, and everybody else, it's all three. I think there's someone else there's out there. There's definitely someone else out there. Um, Are we back onto aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more predictions. I think my prediction is the Olympics won't happen. I still think the aliens are coming. I still think John John Florence is going to win the Olympics. Um, Conor McGregor, I think he's going to become UFC champion this year. I'm going to put money on that too. 
Can you? Did we figure out if you can bet on the Olympics? Because twelve months ago, oh, I'm sure, sure you can. You're Australian. Like everyone bets on everything. Either way, I'll take your money. I'll bet. I I'll think... take your bet. And if anyone else wants to bet on it, and we can't, I'll take. The I mean, I prepared well. this because I was thinking that this was a few off the wood, and I had all these sports anecdotes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I reckon that um, Tyson Fury will beat uh, Anthony Joshua when that happens this year, and that'll be a that's probably like the biggest heavyweight fight in the last yep. like ten years. That'll be huge. Is he going to fight Deontay Wilder again, or is that done and dusted now? I mean, I don't think Deontay Wilder's just. There's no point. He wants to fight Joshua. Yeah, that's the thing. Joshua's not ducking it. Deontay Wilder's going a bit off, off the rails with some, some like outlandish some claims. Excuses, some of his excuses were excellent. Like, why'd you lose? Oh, I was wearing a really heavy costume. It's like, will you put it on, you idiot? Yeah, um, but I think he was carrying nails in his gloves, and that's why he cut my ear. No, oh, there's so many YouTube clips saying that he was what that that is some serious Trump business. Honestly, like they're real, clubs. they're real great. Yep. Yeah, he couldn't. He can't. Yeah. He does not take the loss well. Not well at all. He's a bit like Trump. <laughs> How's Trump got kicked <laughs> off Twitter? That's something. Yeah. That's that's real interesting. That's. You know what? He's been picked, kicked off t- Twitter, and that. Is a massive deal, um, especially because like. They, but then again, on the other side, there's a lot of people that got kicked off Twitter. You know, in the background, people kicked off Facebook, Instagram, what have you. Mostly stalkers, but um, not as big a deal as you reckon. I reckon, like, he's the fucking president still. He's the president of America still. He didn't get kicked out of that. It's just. But it's just Twitter. kind of made him a martyr to all his followers, really. When you think about it, like that was his way of just yeah. spewing his bullshit twenty four seven, and like not only that, every news, every news, like every news channel in the world will have said over the last year, every day probably, Trump on Twitter at least once in like every twenty four hour cycle. Like the yeah. interesting thing would be is, like someone, someone out. That's going to be the. Tw- that's my twenty twenty one prediction. Somewhere out there in the next year, someone's going to make a new social media platform that's more like right wing leaning. They they kind of need it because the all of the uh, tech companies and all the social media companies are fully lefties to the max, probably too far. So. You need to pull them back in the other direction to get a bit more central, I think, somehow. Yeah, it's just going to be like one right-wing one like next, this year that's just going to explode. Yeah, which is... In the same in the same way, like 2020, like calling something a Zoom call has become like part of the the normal chat. Like, like literally, I when it first started, I was like, what's a Zoom call? Oh, it's kind of like a Skype call. And now it's like, oh, do you want to Skype your parents? I'm like, oh, you mean Zoom them? Yeah. Like, there's going to be something that comes along. I'm all about Google Hangouts anyway. I'm full left wing when it comes to my... What What happened to House Party? That had a, like, that was up and about like, and this was going to be life going on and then it had just, a, had like a you know, month. three weeks later like disappeared. Yeah, but they had a massive security breach yeah. and then they realized that it was owned by China, So, which everything is, so I don't think that's a big deal, but... The, 
apparently there was a security breach and then yeah they they put out that they were stealing data for china um which every app is but that was enough for people to bail out i'm pretty sure i mean but it doesn't explain why it's not still being used in perth true true can you double check that one for us was um I I will double check. I'm using I just my phone right was now, was I reaches will, for his Huawei phone to check exists. his house party still working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking sick camera though. You should see the yeah. pics I'm taking. Four hundred times digital zoom. Real. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's outrageous. Hey, Absolutely I was just looking outrageous. at Ladbrokes. There's a bet betting market here. I don't quite get it, but you can bet. It's thirty-four to one that Trump will be in Russia on the first of Feb, twenty twenty-one. What the fuck? I'll oh, be trying to avoid be, specific be avoiding yeah, prosecution sort of thing. Yeah. And then the other one you can bet on, will he issue a self pardon? Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's, he'll try to. Dollar But that the odds aren't that great on that. Dollar 50 no, $2.50 yes, but 34 to 1 that he bails out to Russia. What do you mean not that good? That's fucking pr- pretty good. That's near 50-50. Yeah sort of odds that he will issue a self And it's a 50-50 question. I don't understand the self-pardon. Is it, is it going forward or looking backwards? As in he cannot be prosecuted for anything that comes out. Surely it's looking of backwards. Of his past discretions. Yeah, well, well, I mean, sure, you can't get yourself for immunity. But I don't then understand. it. It's pretty outrageous, really. Because he... So, all right. So, as part of, like, um, what they call it, the... I don't know, some... The boring duck presidency or something. The 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 Sitting bit between duck. when the election happens. Sitting Sorry, duck. What was that? Yeah. Sitting duck. Okay, right. So the sitting duck presidency between being elected and then the handover, which is coming. And now it used to be six months because they actually had to have the uh, the incoming president would have to pack his shit up and then get a horse and cart all the way to Washington, which could take six months. So that's why it was six months. And then they decided we'll have a little shorter time. But now that time is used to pardon people and on the other side of things, actually execute people as well. So I don't know many if you've been keeping up with this, right? But not only has he been dishing out the pardons and the self-pardons, but he's also, he's winding people up on death row. He's like, right, you've been chilling here for 15 years. Uh, it's time to go. So he's been effectively executing people as well at the same time. Now, there's uh, a lady called Lisa Montgomery, uh, who's the only female on death row at the moment in America. Now, uh, 16 years ago, she committed a crime, which is pretty fucked up. Do you know, do you know who I'm uh, talking about? I've read it briefly, but for, everyone, for all the listeners at home and to give me a reminder, continue. I'll, I'll give you the rundown, right? So Lisa Montgomery, bit of a crazy lady. Uh, she uh, was obviously mentally unstable and diagnosed and she had a, a boyfriend. Um, but prior to meeting this boyfriend, she'd been made like, um, she had a, a, a little, uh, I want to say, a, she wasn't able to have kids. What's that called uh, when you're a female? Like a barren. vasectomy. That's the one. A barren. She was barren. She wasn't barren. It was chemically done like like a operation. So she couldn't have kids. Anyway, she's got this boyfriend. And then the boyfriend and the family, she convinces them for six months that she's pregnant. And, you know, maybe she was just eating heaps of pies. But she convinced them that she was pregnant. And then it got down to, you know, like game time. 
And so she goes and finds this woman who's eight months pregnant and she murders this woman, strangles her to death and then performs what can only really be described as an exorcism, but probably a C-section. I would have just said a home C-section. Uh, medicine. Exorcisms. A home C-section, yeah. So Did the you home tell me about this like she... four or five months ago? You sent me a an while article. Ago. I, no, I did two months ago. So she, she's like basically performed a C-section on this dead woman that she's just uh, strangled to death and uh, then taken this kid out of the woman and then kept it alive, taken it across a few borders for a month. And it was a month before she got actually found out that she'd had this kid. But uh, like, I mean, all the midwives out there, your job doesn't sound that hard. Like this woman's performed a C-section with a knife with a dead person, like who's not even providing oxygen to the baby. It's fucking outrageous, right? And as part of the article, uh, they, you know, it was like, okay, so she's being now put to death because she obviously, it was a month before she got found out with this baby and it's all pretty fucked up. But that kid is now turning 16 years old this year. Oh, shit. What, what's all this got to How do with Trump? How is that for a birthday celebration? Trump, Trump's put her to death. She's on death row. She's been oh, okay. there for 16 years yep. and, or, or like... Well, she she convicted, sounds like she's got mental Trump's health problems. So, so I just, I've just looked it up here. So this news just came out about two hours ago. Um, her stay of execution has been postponed um, whilst uh, she is being checked whether she is competent enough based on mental health grounds. Boom. I just predicted it. That's my 2021 prediction. She's I predicted that just before you said it. To- Die? What the fuck? She killed someone. How? What? She's competent enough to comprehend that she's gonna die. I think it's just like the like the human rights thing. Like if you're yeah. doing it under the guise of like insanity and mental health, uh, instead of like them actually killing you, they'll just lock you in a padded wall and then treat you like a psycho for the rest of your life. This chick's a psycho. She's crazy. Yeah. But she's also quite a good midwife. Maybe she should like be a professor and like you know retrain or something. Um, yeah, those weird ones. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, they're just checking her. Like I don't know. That's what the article read. It's from uh, BBC News, so it's to be trusted. Step up, step up. That's, that's cooked up. I just think about the poor kid, right? Like who's turning sixteen. Like you, I celebrated my birthday recently. I'm now mid seventies. Is this like, is she celebrating a birthday or an exorcism? I don't know if you know what an exorcism is. Have you ever seen The Exorcist? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, No, no, I've not. On that note, we, we did throw out to get some predictions on the Instagram. So I'll give you a couple of them. Uh, L underscore Halvo. Sharks will learn how to walk. I don't think they will because uh, they breathe underwater. Whales, maybe. We did talk about whales taking over before, but not sharks. Halvo. Jeffro Sourcehead says, Watkins, that's me, will make it to Tasmania and we will get fucked up. Courageous prediction, I know. That is courageous. Mitch Perry, friend of yours, Sloth. Yeah, DJ Frisbee. DJ Frisbee. I was just thinking, like, there's a lot of people made good use of the lockdown this year. Oh, man, it's it's so good because, like, the majority of people you see who are just, like, making banana bread 
fuck that. Or like, oh, I went, I, I started a home gym. It's like, oh, do something fucking original. So I'm a big fan of Mitch Perry. Like, took up DJing the whole time. Um, like, when people do something interesting and productive, like learn how to paint or like start writing a book, I think that's a lot better than yeah. fucking banana bread. Like, you, you released an EP, Mitch went from no DJ skills to being able to DJ. Were I mean, other mates were, who started businesses. Yeah. You you were with me when we were trying to discuss basic music, like, to him. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I really want to learn how to DJ. It was like, yeah, real simple. Every song you've ever heard, just counting fours. And I went, what do you mean? Just count four. <laughs> and it's like, one, two, three, four. Okay, do that again. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Oh, I know our DJ now. Yeah. No, he's done good. Anyway, so he's given us Bitterman shows. Not going to happen. Oh, actually, could happen. Could happen. I'm going to make that prediction, a Bitterman show. Uh, Frisbee to make people's feet move many a time in 21. And he's Guaranteed. also said many of the sloth to get the coveted Saturday Arbo slot at Meredith 2021. Ooh, it's a big call. A big call. I mean, that's assuming there is like there are there are a number of things along the that that prediction. A lot of things One, have to go. I around. reckon. I reckon there might be. There'll probably be a music festival season this year. Oh, is there? Will there be? I think that's I'm the prediction. I think that's the prediction that that we want to hear. There'll be some, not all, music festivals this year. I'd love, I'd love to make it to one. We we had a picnic on the hill at Coogee last night and some like weapons, they're actually a freaking pretty horrid group of, um, don't know how to describe them, but they had set up DJ decks and speakers and the sun was setting and it was a real nice afternoon and they had good beats. It was pretty sick. I was like, oh, music festival would be nice. Some like renegade, renegade festivals. They just, yeah, they just put it on the hill. Um, I like it. And uh, one more, underscore, underscore, T, underscore, R, underscore, A, underscore, V, underscore, underscore. Trav. Yes. Like, uh, he says the Bombers to win the flag in 2021. I I couldn't speak to that. I have no idea what's going on in AFL. It's off season, right? Did they have a season last year? Yep. Yeah, they did, and the Bombers were shit. So... It's more of a, a hope than anything else, I reckon. Yeah, I think I think you'd be hard pushed to find the usual suspects out of the way again. I think I I wouldn't be surprised if Geelong won it. Tigers won last year, right? Yeah. Dusty's still on a bender. Pretty much, he's been on a bender for like three years, but he just occasionally plays footy really well in between, like his nights off. You're a bit of an AFL fan there, Minnie. The the accents to see. Yeah, it's a, it's a real weird one. I learned how to play in the UK. He's from the Adam Ballard School what? of English yeah. football players, right? How? Um, and, and why? Oh, you obviously got, you weren't much of an actor. So you decided actually being a tough cunt is probably more my mm, thing. Pretty much. Uh, so basically in the UK, like we went, I went to uni in Birmingham. Um, and whilst there, basically, they had like all the sports societies and whatnot. And like, as a kid, I used to play like a bit of rugby, a bit of hockey. And as soon as you get there, like the rugby and hockey like people are just like private school cunts, really. 
like, oh, do you want to join our team? Well, first things first, you've got to suck the dick of every guy there and we're going to shit in a pint of Guinness and you're going to have to drink it. And I was like, um, <laughs> no, but I still want to play some sport. Um, and literally just some like kind of just like overweight, bearded, like disgusting, like everything you see of like British sitcoms of university students, him just came out of the woodwork and go, Oh, do you want to play Aussie Rules? And what's that? Oh, it's a bit like rugby. We've got like an egg-shaped ball. We kick it about. Um, but we just get on the piss every week. It's good fun. I was like, yeah, sure. And now it's probably like 10 years later, playing playing out here, coaching. So, yeah. Coaching? Yeah. You're coaching? Who are you I coach coaching? coach the Rezies. At, at what competition? So Where? we play Southern Football League. So me and Ballard and a few other English blokes – Caulfield Bears, club. go Bears. Yeah. The Caulfield yeah. Bears. That's my hood, Juville. Yeah. Speaking of hoods, no hoods in Juville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not too bad. Come out here, play for Great Britain in my time. Another international athlete. Yeah. Where, do, where do you play in the um on the field? Where do you, what's your position? Oh, I play either half back or half forward. Right. What do you you prefer? You you a um, attacking halfback? No, no. Run I, off don't, I don't line? like running. I reckon AFL would be a lot better if it was kind of like table football or Sabutia, where you just stay still and just more, kick more like ball. netball, but with kicking. Sabutia, I've seen that shit. That's the, the the table soccer. There's like a proper tournament yeah. in that. That's cool. Fucking yeah. fantastic. Like I'm amazed. It's kind of like when you see that like tabletop cricket game. It like yeah, that with yeah. just like those round bottom like blokes, but you like flick a football. It's fantastic. I love Sabutio. <laughs> it's like test cricket for those Aussies listening. The 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 like board game test cricket, but it's obviously for football, uh, which English football, which obviously has a fuckload more people that uh, you know care about it. So it's it's gone mental. Sabutio, massive, mm. massive. I only know because I work with a few English people and we just constantly have this debate and, uh, you know, occasionally we have to watch football highlights as in soccer highlights in the morning of work and I lose my shit very melodramatically every time somebody, uh, you know, gets kicked in the shin and looks like they've died. I was like, oh my God. Oh, it's so bad. It's this so guy's, bad this guy's fucking died. Holy shit! Did you know the guy died? Oh look, he's oh he's back on the he's pitch. Fine. He's still oh, there. He's, oh, he's, he's running. He's running at thirty miles an hour now. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Oh, he's just scored. He's actually just oh. scored. Oh well. Here's here's Nathan Brown breaking his tibia and fibula yeah. and not crying while he gets carried off the pitch. Here's a bloke. Here's a bloke <laughs> finishing a game with a punctured lung. Yeah, exactly. Like this guy didn't play next season because he's clinically dead from the brain, but he still, you know, manages to breathe. Uh, anyway, look, I I have a lot of respect for um, you know other sports that England play, just not soccer, because I think it's piss. But anyway, that's that's not the point of this podcast. True. That's that's for another off the wood podcast. Apologize. Yeah. Yeah. We should do a whole soccer episode and just get soccer people on to justify their sport because it's horrendous. It's like I don't know, like, like it's it's yeah, isn't it? it's been in the Olympics for ages. Yeah, soccer. yeah, it's one of the weird ones as well because they like start their tournament before the opening ceremony. 
Oh, like um, yeah, because because they have like imagine if AFL or because rugby even they play a few games back to back. It doesn't take as many days to recover. Like in the fucking basketball, they've taken it to three on three so they can get it done quicker. It's not even a fucking sport. I don't refer think to the previous episode. Three on three. I think they've added it as an extra sport, haven't they? You can't have two basketball. You have divisions. two lots of swimming. You've got the 100 metres, the 1500 metres, the 200 metres, the 400 I mean, metres, backstroke, breaststroke, side stroke. Like, come on, swimming. There's too much swimming. Like, I'd, I'd keep horse dancing, remove a lot of the swimming. Do you know uh, what would be? Fishing. Add fishing. Do you know what would be a great one if they added? If they played like proper basketball pig, like trick shots, and you've just got to like follow up. The, the bloke in front of you sort of thing. So it's like, oh, I'm going to shoot left-handed through my legs from the halfway line. It goes in and you've got to follow it yeah. up. Absolutely. Like that would be a fucking sport. What about, so like you've got, there's only say three or four goes at it or maybe, maybe like five, but you've only got a team of 10. So it's like, all right, he's gone left-handed, right? You throw your left-hander in. So you've got to bring a team a diversified team into that, you know, yeah. like, all right, who's got the, like the windmill dunk, windmill dunk, you're up. They've got their windmill dunk, you know, like it's, it's like chess. Yeah, but don't limit it you to know, basketball. Played their like, guy. It should just be open slather. So almost like you, you get your, um, your like free running athletes or your gymnasts and you just take them to somewhere, take them to a park or a building and you can have balls, you can have guns, you can have tennis rackets, and you just do something. And the next person you pick from the team has to match it. And it, and it's just free. Completely I'll tell you, free. What about s- s- swimming where they start uh, like it's head-to-head, like a tennis tournament? So instead of being, you know, everyone in a heat, it's like one-on-one, you play the shit guys, and you got to work your way up to the finals to, to verse the other guy. But it's like you each start at either end of the pool, and it's like you jump in. And whoever makes it to the other end first wins. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the the great the two sports that came up on my thing. Ones that I'd lo- one I'd love to see in the Olympics, and one's just this most stupid thing that is already in the Olympics. Um, the one I'd love to see is underwater hockey. I like Good. a bit of underwater hockey. It's literally, like it looks fucking mental, and it's just like bubbles. people holding their breath. Brilliant. No like breathing mass or anything. You've got to go down and and dive for it. That'd be cool. But the the stupidest yep. thing that's in the Olympics, like speaking of like swimmers having their different strokes that don't mean anything. Have you heard of the the Kirin cycling? Yes. So for no. those of you who don't know, Kirin cycling, basically it's like a ten lap race, but the first five laps of it, you're just following around one of those like uh, electric bikes that you see. Um, like blokes delivering Uber Eats on and it's just like that just goes at a set of speed and no one's allowed to overtake it but that's the first five laps of the race I know what you're talking about it makes zero sense it's genius yeah it's, no, it's brilliant it's really we wear, we try and wear you out a little bit and we'll wind oh, the bike we'll up just, to 60. we'll just set a pace for you and for the first 10 laps of it you can't overtake or do anything oh. and then we and then we'll, and then we'll have it. a race <laughs> it's just like what I think because the bike is the most efficient form of transport invented, so they need to handicap it. It's like walking is shit. Get on a bike, it's brilliant because you can roll like a car even. The the bike per kilojoule of energy burnt 
is way more efficient than a car. So I think that is the ultimate sport. Like, why is not car racing in there? For I'm sure, like the like I'm getting wound up. I'm fucking off the Olympics. Eh? Do you know the guy that made the Icarus documentary about the Russian drug cheats? The and basically the doco that brought down the the you know institutionalized drug cheating. He he was on Rogan this week, and he's basically saying that he thought um, Lance Armstrong was. Was the, is the greatest cyclist of all time because you have to go a long, long way down the list to find any cyclist in that era that wasn't doping. And he said he's talked to them all and he's like, you know, was Lance Armstrong a freak? Yes. Um, do you think he's the best ever? Yes. Was he cheating? Yes. Were you cheating? Yes. And cycling is like the, the dirtiest sport apparently out there. Yeah. Well, that'd be great. So Brian Fogel was the yeah. guy who did the doco. But yeah, that that is an interesting thought, I suppose, because he was the best of his time, yeah. right? Still. He was still the best of his time because if everyone's cheating, you still have to be the best of the best. Absolutely. I mean, that would make for an interesting thing. Like, would you put it in the Olympics or the Paralympics? But like, just like a category where everyone's just on performance-enhancing drugs. Just, or just, like the ketamine 100. <laughs> so it's like everybody takes ket to like, you know, a certain uh, level and who can fucking take ket the best. And then you have like, then you make him run 100 meters. That's, that's oh, it, just, like, it, just, right. it just sounds like the 1904 Olympics back in St. Yeah. Louis. Did you, you covered like the... With the, with the rat poison. <laughs> oh no, yeah. there's an even better story. Like the whole story around that Olympics is fucking crazy. So basically like... The guy who ran it in short was just like quite a big racist and just wanted to prove like white America is like the greatest thing ever. And it was it was run in tandem with like the World Fair. So the Olympics lasted for seven months. What? Yeah. It, it lasted for seven months. The opening ceremony. It probably took him two months to get there. So it's kind of sounds sounds legit. Sounds fair. But basically as part of their like um, World Fair things, they wanted to get like indigenous folks from different countries around the world and like have them compete in like like com- competitions with like white americans just so that they could be like ha oh, white americans are the best so they'd get all these like tribes people who didn't speak a lick of english and lined them up for the 100 meters but without telling them what any of the rules were what they were meant to do and they just fired a gun in the air and they were just like <laughs> go and they were just like do what so apparently it took the race took about like two minutes to complete anyway and the last like minute and a half they were all stood at this rope and none of the like at the end and none of them knew what they were meant to do with the finish line so they were just standing there just like bewildered by a finish line (laughs) what the fuck yeah the 1904 Olympics, you barely scraped the surface of how fucked up the whole thing was. I saw a few things of it, and we did talk about it in a previous episode, but it it turns out, yeah, you're right. I know yeah. nothing. I think they should just replay that. Why don't they just they just do a... Um, we'll get people to act out what happened in the 1904 Olympics, and we'll do that as the 2020 slash 21 Olympics. We'll just they replay it and people will be fucking entertained. They're bullfighting there. They're yeah. just fucking, it's crazy. What? Yeah. 
No fishing. What's the story that you were telling us? Was it something about the marathon? It was the marathon. Like it, only the marathon was a pretty outrageous affair, and basically they thought at that time that dehydration was good for athletic <laughs> performance. So the trainers were dehydrating their oh athletes, and then once they were dehydrated, they thought that rat poison was like the incentive that they needed to get to the end. So they were dosing them with rat poison, and so everyone was fucked up and then the guy that ended up winning the 1904 was uh turns out he got in a car or a bike or something and cut the cut the race anyway did you hear so, about the, uh he didn't did you hear win. about the bloke so, came yeah, fourth in it fucked. uh which one which one was that we so he's like some cuban it. bloke who like raised all his money by like around his village oh, yeah. and whatnot and then he had all this money the night before he just gambled it all and pissed up the wall rocked up to the race in like a full suit and they were like, you've got to run in 40 degree heat in a full suit. So someone like cut his suit pad, trousers and shorts. Like midway through the race, he had a nap. He um, he like stole some apples from like local farmers that were rotten and like got food poisoning midway through. Like had a sleep and still finished fourth in the Olympic marathon. How is this not like a comedy movie? Just yeah. To- the 1904 Olympics turned into a comedy of era movie. It's gonna, it's so that sounds like that's Benny the Hill. 21, 2021 prediction. It's going to be the next mega Netflix series. Yeah. It's just going to be following the Olympic Games. Yeah. Eight part Is series. that the first modern Olympics? When did they begin? I thought they were like 1896. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's 1892. Something like around that time. They won. They won. First like, modern Olympics. Can Jamie 1896, Athens Games. First modern Olympics. Okay. Okay. So, so was there even a 1904 Olympics then? Yeah, well, there, there, would, there would have been the, There must have been the third Olympics. Yeah. What about, was there a... Okay. <laughs> the other two must have been fucking outrageous <laughs> then. If that's... Uh, <laughs> that was 1904. Yeah, I think they must have had two good runs at it and then 1904 just was a shit show. I think we probably this year is going to be up there. It's going to be yeah. right up there. So here's, guys, here's a question for you: If you blokes were holding a one off the wood Olympics, because um, whenever you see like the Olympic opening ceremony, they always do something like to do with their country. Like you remember, like the Beijing with all those, like ever all the Chinese people doing the drumming and stuff. That was dope. And then like all the Sydney, we had um, uh, we had a girl singing about uh, wild strawberries. Was that Pinyao? Or no, it wasn't Pinyao. It was. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> it was uh, uh, the strawberry. Strawberry blonde kisses. Headed Bloody Dan, our friend Dan girl. loves her. What's her name? I've been missing your strawberry kisses. Fucking Natalie Imbruglia. It's not Natalie Imbruglia. <laughs> The question um, would be if one off the wood were hosting a Nikki Webster. Sorry to cut you off there. Nikki, Nikki Webster. Webster dominated the Sydney 2000 Olympics. Yeah, go you on, blokes, you blokes were hosting a Olympic ceremony for one off the wood. What entertainment and who would you get for your opening ceremony? Nikki Webster now. <laughs> or, would you get, or would you get the hologram? Do the hologram thing and just replace. Yeah. 
You just have um, Nikki Webster doing like a full set, like an hour-long set of her original album from from the Sydney Olympics year. So you just drive everyone. But with the Hort Bogan playing guitar. Oh, he comes up it. and he plays the frothing song. He plays frothing, yep. So we'd have the frothing Olympics and it would be obviously uh, the standard things, but who can get the most frothing about something? So that would be a, a key element to our opening and ceremony. And the BMR would be, the, BMR would be the, the marquee event of the whole Olympics, obviously. So, so I'm thinking like opening ceremony, right? The big stadium. It's obviously oval, you know, it's an, on an AFL field. And then, like, there's just a big boat race, you know, like pints. Mm. Ooh, so, it's like someone like scullers a, a pint. But we have the best, we have the best thousand pint scullers in Australia lined up. And people are going to obviously compete for this. So, it just goes like, we're the showing Germans, off here, right? It's like, yeah, but they're not counted because it's our country and we're showing them how good we are. So, oh, it's just so, like, yep. bang, pint down the gullet. And it's the next guy, like bang, a, pint. Like so it's like a Mexican wave, wave of, of pint sculling around the stadium, like and it goes around. Yeah, that that I think that would be definitely in there. Big part, huge, huge, absolutely massive. Guys, I think we're gonna have to wind this up. It's um, it's been a real pleasure. Before we do, feel free to add anything else in you want to, but I was just gonna plug up a couple of things. One is yeah. we've got a whole bunch of T-shirts um, ordered coming and we've got a new shop. So if you go to 1otw.com.au slash shop, you'll be able to see all the uh, updated T-shirts and you can also get your stickers and your stubby holders in there. So, yeah, fresh merch is ready to go. But the other thing we want to plug, Mini, is your EP, which you – got put into lockdown and you spent the time making tunes, which is sick, as we just mentioned, like using the time to make sick beats rather than bulk banana bread and sourdough. I kind of went the more <laughs> banana bread sourdough route, but um, you've done something more productive. Like if you've got, what do you want to add to that? Like what, what, what did you do? What inspired you to get it happening? Um, well, yeah. So basically like, 2020 for me was pretty shit. Started off getting dumped by my missus on New Year's. Perfect. Which is which, which, is, which is always always great. Um, basically, after that, I was like, uh, started making music. Moved out of my house. Um, just making making tunes on a computer. And uh, yeah, pretty much, it's just been a great avenue. When when everything's locked down. Like the ages of being in a band and stuff, having to rely on other people, are kind of dead, and you can do everything on a computer these days. So yeah, basically that's just—it's uh, been a little outlet. It's been a lot of fun. Big thanks to the guys at Fake Ant Records. Hell yeah! Uh, Helping get it off on Spotify. Uh, that was the other thing I was going to say about frothing. Uh, I did that two days ago. I shazammed my own tune. Just to be a bit of a prick and it popped up, but I was like, this is fucking dope. This is that this is it. Is You've awesome. made it. Fuck yes. in the world. Yeah. And was there any, had anyone shazammed it? That's the question. How many shazams? I, I don't think anyone else has shazammed it. I think it's just me, which just proves how, how sad my life is. But fuck, it was awesome. No, it's. That's like the Googling people, Googling yourself for people that have actually done good shit. Yeah. Shaker. 
Like you, anyone can Google themselves and it just comes up with your Facebook page <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm fucking famous. It's like, no, you've, you've actually, you know, properly Googled yourself. That's a Shazam. That, that, the algorithm that goes into that is uh, seriously intense. So that's a, that's not a even Googling sure. stuff. You've just sort of Googled random vibrations that you've created and <laughs> found them again through a hand device. It's pretty out there. It's pretty out there. Well, I mean, I love finding myself with a hand device. Yes. That vibrates. No, it's sick. Yeah. I've been listening to it. I've been flogging it. Um, flogging the EP, to be honest. Like, I think Mel's getting your shits with me because every time we're in the car, I've just got it on repeat. Oh, um, man. It's, there's some good tunes on it. Uh, hopefully, yeah, that's something to work on for this year. Yeah, more to come, mate. More to come. More music. Um, I'll be dropping some more tunes in the next few weeks. Basically, as you were saying, we were going to Tassie. We're going to play some play some tunes and stuff, some live shows down there. We were going to. Uh, so basically, I recorded as part of that, like a three and a half hour set. Yes. Um, so what? Wait, well, you've recorded a three and a half hours. Yeah. So I made it. I basically had it all lined up, and then just was like, oh, it fell to pieces. So I recorded that at home. There's a three and a half hour set that I'm probably going to put on the SoundCloud at some point in the next couple of weeks. You should, because New Year's Eve, I, I'd gotten an acoustic gig. So I was going to play a couple of acoustic sets up to midnight. And then Minnie had teed up a three and a half hour set to uh, to, to take the uh, the Derby pub into oblivion. But we didn't get there. Next year. Yeah, for sure. No, mate, it's been sick and your tunes have been getting better and better. So I reckon uh, well done and um, keep keep doing it because I reckon you, you're going to have even cooler stuff this year. And it's getting me pumped to, to make tunes as well. I started remixing one of your tunes this week, actually. I need you to send me the, uh, the stand yeah, so definitely. I can finish it off. Um, I might have made it worse, but it's been fun. Oh, it's so what, what, we're going to play a track from your EP. So... It's Minnie the Sloth is the is your name. The EP is called Folivora, which I believe is the sloth genus. Yeah, it's like the old like Latin <laughs> term for a sloth. Oh, I've been reading Sapiens was. I got it for Christmas. And there's quite a bit in there about the extinct giant sloths. They're scary. I don't know if you know much about them. 12, 12 foot tall. Yeah. yeah. Like we're part of the uh, megafauna era that died out 12,000 years ago when – the apes were obviously gene edited by aliens and we decided to kill all the everything bigger than us, the mammals. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of the giant sloth. Yes. Yeah, I've got to send you that picture. So what, what's the track? What are we going to hear? Um, I reckon we'll listen to a track called Oakbone. Um, I reckon it's my favorite on the EP. Uh, it came about basically when we were out at uh, Meredith one year. Uh, we Music Festival in Victoria. Yeah, exactly. Best thing going. We sat underneath a tree, um, with a bit of DM tree, um, <laughs> just looking up at it. Um, and basically, like, because it's that old kind of dead wood that you see on Australian trees, it kind of just started all turning uh, into like a skeleton and bones and stuff. And literally came out of the experience just humming this, like, the, um, the riff for it. Got home, and this is what came out. I really like it. Hope you blokes do too. This is what it sounds like to get hugged by a tree. We haven't we haven't said hooroo yet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uru Mini. Uru. Thanks, bloke. Appreciate it. Nah. Uru. Uru. Everybody gets down together. Everybody gets down. 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 Everybody gets down. Everybody gets down.